The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph College Athletics. This Lions broadcast is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Contact us at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Official investigators and security services. Call now at 844-263-3424. The Roar Store on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. LIT Wellness. Call us at 513-659-3017. Indeed and Indeed Flex. Coming to Cincinnati. Cincinnati soon. Call 513-984-2274. Iron sharpens iron. Call today at 513-383-9773. The Wishbone Tavern. Call Nicole for your catering needs at 513-384-8607. And the Mount St. Joseph University. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for today's game. And a very pleasant good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Lexington, Kentucky at the Hall Field here on Transylvania, the University of Transylvania getting ready to host this game here today in the Heartland Conference Tournament as the Lions are getting set to take on the Hanover Panthers in the Winner's Bracket Championship game. Alongside Chris Morris, after a rain delay that washed away everything yesterday, Chris, and the game's on Thursday, we are now down to Saturday. We will be playing into tomorrow, and after a rain-filled morning here in Lexington, now as we get set for this 1 o'clock first pitch, the rains are starting to go away, and the sun is trying to peek through the overcast skies here. Yeah, I think we know for sure now that we're definitely going to get the entire tournament in through today and tomorrow. Both teams had a long day yesterday in that rain delay and just trying to find something to do to, to waste the time. But all of that is gone and over, and here we are in the semifinals on a Saturday afternoon. Well, the Lions got here by winning over Defiance on Thursday night. 3-1. to one. Hanover had to win two games on Thursday as they won over Franklin by a score of 6-4 to four. and then they came back and beat Transy 9-3 and the big story in that game, Chris, for Hanover was the fact that their first baseman, Carson Coos, a freshman first baseman, hit a bomb of about 250 feet out of here in the first inning, and that set the tone for Hanover as they went up 3 nothing, and Transylvania never could catch up. Yeah, Hanover's obviously one of the hottest teams in this tournament. They're playing really well coming into this game on a four-game winning streak, and as you mentioned, we were walking out of this stadium the other night, and Coos hit one about 250 to deep center. And uh, that put Hanover up 3 nothing. but uh, who wants it more this afternoon? That's going to be the determining factor. Well, the strange thing that happens in tournaments, it continues on in the Heartland Conference. The Mount St. Joseph Lions are the number two seed heading into this afternoon's game. Hanover was the number four seed, and Hanover is going to be the home team here this afternoon via 
a coin flip. That's how they handled it. So nonetheless, the Lions are going to be the visiting team on the scoreboard. They come in with a record of 29-9 and on the season. And, of course, everybody remembers what happened a week ago tomorrow in Hanover, Indiana, where the Panthers eliminated the Lions from hosting this tournament by sweeping a doubleheader over the Lions in those two ball games by a final score in the contest of 2-1 to one and it was 9-2 to two in the second game of that one. So the Lions needed a win in one of those two games and could not come up with it, Chris. And now they come here this afternoon looking for a little revenge against the Panthers. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, last Sunday, Hanover took care of business and took two from the Lions and took away that number one regular season seat. But you get an opportunity today to go back for revenge, and uh, hopefully the girls are ready and focused and uh, see if they can take care of business today. Hanover, 17-17. and 17. They have won four straight, five of their last six coming into this one. And like we said, the Lions, they have won four of their last six and 14 of 21 against Hanover over the last ten years here this afternoon. We had an opportunity to talk with head coach Beth Gatterwiss about this afternoon's game, the rain delay, and just what it's going to take for the Lions to beat Hanover today. We talked to her earlier today. Okay, as we head into this game this afternoon, Beth, first of all, congratulations on being into the championship again for the second consecutive year, but look at this game now after coming in against Hanover after a doubleheader sweep. What do you have to do differently in the, this game that you weren't able to do on Sunday in, in that doubleheader? Um, I think we have to go into it with a little different approach at the plate. Um, you know, we just didn't score enough runs for Cam. Usually if we give Cam one or two runs, um, you know, we win ball games. So we just didn't give her enough run support. And then, um, you know, unfortunately the end of the game kind of played out um, not quite how I would have liked it to have played out as far as uh, getting thrown out of the game, but um, I think our girls have a little different focus today, and, and um, you know, they know that it's when, um, you know, we've got to continue to win. Um, we don't want to come through any kind of a loser's bracket, so we've got to continue to win, and I think our girls are, you know, know that, and they're going to come out with a little different approach today, I think. Does it worry you going up against a team that is playing as hot as Hanover is right now? Um, you know, yeah, they are, they are playing really well. Um, but, um, you know, we just have to go out and play Mount St. Joseph softball. And if we do that, um, if you look at everything that we've done throughout our 38 games now, um, you know, there is absolutely no reason that we shouldn't win this ball game. Um, but we have to go out once again. Like I said, we have to go out and play Mount St. Joseph softball. And, um, you know, Hanover is definitely hot. Um, but we'll, you know, we'll we'll take a little different approach um, with them, with their hitters and stuff, than we did against them um, at Hanover. So um, I think from that standpoint, it'll be a little different today. You know, the first tournament game, I think you had to be happy with the way that the freshmen produced in that game. Absolutely. Um, you know, big, big, um, big shoes there. Um, you know that they all stepped into uh, in that first, uh, you know, tournament game. And you know, the the key is is to continue to stay in that winners bracket. And those freshmen stepped up when we needed a big hit. The freshmen, um, you know, Kelsey Stevenson finally. Um, you know, she's been struggling a little bit at the plate, and she finally got us, you know, some RBIs there in that first game and, and put us on top. And as I said, you know, when you give Cam McCool a couple of runs, she's tough to beat. You know, Beth, when you were playing, all the outfield were, was grass. 
at that point in time. Same thing today. So when the grass is wet and you're talking to your outfielders, how do you want them to play it today? Um, we're going to play, we're going to, you know, still have them play where they would normally play in the game. Um, it's just the, the, actually fielding, not fielding the ball is not really necessarily, it's actually throwing the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, they've got to get it because the ground's going to be wet. Um, the gra the ball is going to be wet. So that when they pick that ball up, they've got to find the seams because if they don't find the seams on the ball, um, it's going to sail on them. Um, and it's going to be slippery. So what we've preached and what we've worked on is, is when we're fielding a ground ball, um, you know, in the outfield, find the seams, and we'll be just fine. Well, good luck today. Time to go to work. Thank you, and we appreciate that. Well, Beth Goddard was before this afternoon's game, Chris, and when you look at this game, it is a contest that the Lions, I would think, and it's been in my mind over the last couple of days, the longer you let Hanover stick in this thing, the more they've got it in their mind that they can win this ball game. I think for the Lions, in order to really grab hold and get Hanover to quit thinking about winning the game, they've got to get out early. Yeah, I think if you're the Lions, you got to find ways to get hits. You only had three hits against Lilly uh, the last game, and, uh, you know, you got to find ways to get hits, get base runners, and find ways to score runs for Cam McCool. Well, the starting binding order here this afternoon for the Lions. It will be, as usual, Allie Lang will lead it off in left field, hitting 409. Kelsey Stevenson, the freshman, will play second base. She's hitting 299, heading into this one, batting second. Macy Cornelius will be at shortstop, batting third. Macy hitting 451 on the year. That's third in the Heartland in hitting. Rachel Gabbard will be at first base hitting 338 with three homers, 39 RBIs. She bats cleanup. Casey Bramble will be at the designated player this afternoon. She bats fifth. Maddie Kennedy will bat sixth. She's in right field hitting 333. Casey Fincham is at third base today hitting 352. She's got a homer this year and 20 RBIs. B. Ivers will be behind the plate. The catcher hitting 303 on the year with three homers, 19 RBIs. And Emily McDonald, a real interesting stat about the Lions freshman center fielder, hitting 366. This year in conference play, she is striking out at a ratio of just 7.5% on the year. So for the Lions, it's Lions, Stevenson, and Cornelius, Gabbard, Bramble, and Kennedy, the middle three, Fincham, Ivers, and McDonald are the bottom three. For Beth Goderwitz in her 21st year, 344 wins, 376 defeats, and the Lions come in with a record of 29-9, and and they will be taking on Lily Compton here this afternoon. The graduate student Compton is 10 and 6 on the year. This will be her 17th start, her 20th appearance. She has got a 3.75 ERA heading into this afternoon's game. She's thrown just one shutout though this year, Chris. She's got one save in 102 thirds innings. She has given up 98 hits. That's almost a hit an inning. She's given up 64 runs, 54 of them earned. She is struck out 118 though and walked 21 on the year and opposing teams are batting 244 against her this season. Yeah, Lily's tough. She's a fifth year senior using that COVID year here at Hanover and as you mentioned, she pitched well against the Lions last Sunday. Can she do the same today? And if she can, Hanover will stick around in this ball game. So if you're the Lions offensively, you come up to the plate first. You've got to find a way to get some base runners, score some runs for Cam McCool. This is the first meeting between Hanover and the Mount in tournament play ever. Now, last year Hanover was here, of course, and they were ousted, but 
Before that, they ended up in the tournament. Their last trip to the Heartland Conference tournament before last year was back in 2016, and they really didn't face anybody other than Anderson. They played Anderson in the first game. They won that one by a final score of 4-3. to three. Then they lost in the championship game. First one to Anderson, 8-3, to three, as Anderson came back through the loser's bracket. And then afterwards, in the second championship game, Hanover came up with a 7-6 to six win, and they went on to regionals to represent the Heartland and lost to Illinois Wesleyan and DePauw to be eliminated in that regional. Allie Lang, the Lions in their blue, dark blue pants here this afternoon. The white sleeveless shirts with the blue Under Armour shirts underneath. Dark blue numerals, gold trim, white tops. Here we go, Lang. Stepping into the center circle against Lily Compton. Compton, the right-hander. Lang hitting 407. And Compton into the wind. And the pitch squares the bunt. Takes it down low for a ball. Want to know the count on a semi-gorgeous day here this afternoon. 57 degrees our temperature after that first pitch. Want to know the count. Lions, the visiting team on the scoreboard. That pitch lined into left center field for a base hit. Over the head of shortstop Fultz, and Lang is on at first base with a hit. That's the way to start it right there for Allie Lang, the leadoff hitter. Hits a little bloop over the shortstop's head, and a single for the Lions. Lang at first. Kelsey Stevenson was hitless against Hanover in that doubleheader last Sunday. She was 0 for 6. Did have a sacrifice, and she'll be doing that right here. Is coming in at third is Hutchison to play in, expecting the bunt. Compton into the wind. Stevenson pulls the bat back, called strike over the inside corner. Lang holding up, and Owen won the count. Lions had four sacrifice bunts in game one on Thursday afternoon. Can they deliver right here to get Lang to second? You've been saying over the last few weeks, a run and inning, a run and inning. And right now the Lions with nobody down, Lang at first, and the 0-1 pitch, squaring to bunt, and Stevenson bunts it behind home plate foul. And the count now 0-2. 0-2. Stevenson's going to have to battle here. Continue to have a competitive at bat. Have a productive outer. Come up with a base hit here. Going to have to work. 0-2 count. Laying it first. Now Hutchison is going to back up a couple of steps at third base. Stevenson out of the box. Levels the aluminum. Now steps in. In the front of the batter's box. 0-2 the count. Compton with Lang at first. Pitch swung on. Popped up on the infield. Coming over as the first baseman. Goose near the first base coach's box. And has it for the first out of the inning. Lang has to hold it first. That's a big win right there for Compton. Getting Stevenson unable to put the sacrifice down. And then Stevenson pops up in foul territory to Kuz at first base for the first out of the inning. Cornelius stepping in. Macy Cornelius, the shortstop freshman of the year. Newcomer of the year, hitting 451. That's third in the Heartland in batting, and she takes that pitch upstairs at the letters for a ball. Cornelius coming in with 55 hits as a freshman, just had an unbelievable year 11 doubles, three triples, and 25 RBIs. Cornelius has the bat on her shoulder. Compton peering in for the sign, taking a long time in between pitches. And the pitch squaring to Bunt Cornelius takes it outside. There goes Lang. Throw it down to second base. Not in time. Lang in with a stolen base. Nice job. Allie Lang gets a good jump. The throw from the catcher was a little high. Lang's able to slide under the tag. And Lang's at second with one out for Cornelius. That's her eighth stolen base of the season. So a runner in scoring position. And now 
Beth Cotter was uh, saying, asking the home plate umpire if that was a ball or a strike, and it was a ball, and it'll be <laughs> two and O, oh, the count. Two balls, no strikes to Cornelius. Compton, really taking a lot of time in between pitches here. And the pitch to the plate, Swan fouled straight back against the backstop. Defensively, four. Hanover, they've committed 52 errors this year. That's fifth in the Heartland Conference. Beeman is in left. Garlow in center playing with a sore arm. And Dickinson is in right. Hutchison at third. Fultz at short. Bradley at second. Coos at first. Hilgenhold is behind the plate. And Compton, who held the Lions just one run last Sunday, now that pitch is upstairs to Cornelius, and the count goes to 3-1. and one. So far early on, the Lions are laying off that rise ball from Compton. 3-1 count for Cornelius. Gabbard is on deck. 3-1 and one the count to Cornelius. Compton with Lang at second. And the pitch to the plate. Called strike over the inside corner. Cornelius is taking all the way, and the count now full 3-2. and two. Got a battle here for Cornelius. Need a timely base hit for the Lions. Lang still at second. One out in the inning. Lang standing at second base. Three and two. One down here in the top of the first. And the pitch to Cornelius. Called strike three over the outside corner. Got her looking. Nice pitch by Compton. Goes to the outside corner and gets Cornelius looking for the first strike out of the day and the second out of the inning. And that will bring up Rachel Gabbard. Lions are going to need a little two-out action here. Gabbard hitting 388 on the season. Three home runs, 39 RBIs. Compton has taken a long time, Dave. They're going to have to pitch to the plate outside for a ball. That's something that the coaching staff's going to have to do something with in between the innings. I mean, that's quite a long time. Yeah, she is taking Gabbard, right-handed batter. She was two for six last Sunday with a home run. That pitch swung on and missed, swung underneath that rise ball. Gabbard trying to swing for the fences right there with a big cut, 1-1. Gabbard had a nice afternoon on Thursday, 3-for-3 on the day. Casey Bramble is on deck at that DP slot. If Gabbard can keep it alive, the 1-1 down low, just below the knees, 2-1. Gabbard, got to have a patient at bat, get her pitch to drive. you got speed at Lang in second. Well, you think Compton going to be a little... Careful around Gabbard with first base open. Two and one, two down here in the first. That pitch high and outside, three and one. Looks to be that way so far, Dave. She goes out off the plate right there. Three one count for Gabbard. Bramble on deck. Can Gabbard deliver for the Lions? Compton. Let's see if she gives in here at three and one, but with Bramble on deck. And the pitch is inside ball four. Gabbard draws the walk. Now two runners on for the Lions. Gabbard at first, Lang at second. Coach Collinsworth is going to come out and talk to her pitcher, Compton. She was not going to give Gabbard anything to hit. She was playing outside, inside, but always trying to keep it down at the knees. Yeah, just being careful with Gabbard. She had a really good afternoon to start this tournament. And uh, Coach Collinsworth does her work. She knows what Gabbard could do at the plate. Kind of an old-fashioned pitch around, and uh, now the Lions got two on with Bramble up to the plate with two outs. This is kind of interesting with Collinsworth coming out and talking to her senior pitcher this early in the ball game. Two down, first inning. Every run, every at bat matters in these games, Dave. Semifinals. Bramble stepping to the plate. Casey, the DP, on the year. Bramble hitting 200. 
but looking for a big hit here with runners at first and second. Two down in the first inning. That pitch swung on, grounded into left field, base hit by Bramble. Rounding third is Lang. They're going to send her to the plate. Here's the throw to the plate. Yet in time! And Lang comes in with a head first slide, caught the back corner of the plate, and the Lions lead it one to nothing. Casey Bramble, Dave, delivers. You told it all weekend long. You said she's starting to see the ball better, and she delivers a base hit right there for the Lions. And as you mentioned, Lang scores from second, and the Lions take an early lead, one nothing. We figured out the key to Bramble. We'll have her go bowling the day before a game. <laughs> That'll make her grandfather happy up in the stands behind us. Gabbard stays at second base, and now stepping out of the batter's box is Maddie Kennedy, who is the batter. Compton was taking just a little bit too much time for her. And Kennedy now steps back in, and the pitch swung on it, grounded to second. Coming in the second baseman, Bradley, will flip it to first in time, and that'll do it for the Lions here in the first. But they jump on top of Hanover in the top of the first inning. They get one run on, two hits, and they leave two on base. As we head to the bottom of the first, it's the Lions one and Hanover coming to bat. Your shipping manager left to find themselves, leaving you lost. You need to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Indeed Instant Match instantly delivers quality candidates matching your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash hire. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is warm. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, back here at... Hall Field in Lexington. The Lions on top one nothing. Here's the batting order that Cam McCool will be facing for the Panthers. Kenzie Bradley will lead it off. The junior playing second base hitting 289. Lexi Garlow back into the lineup. She's playing center field hitting 316. Batting third, Kendra Hutchison, the junior playing third base, batting 362. Lauren Beeman, the freshman left fielder, is batting cleanup hitting 354. Carson Coos has one home run in this tournament already, hitting 351. The first baseman is batting fifth. Lily Compton, the pitcher, hitting 345, batting sixth. Danny Stewart, the freshman, is a DP, hitting 38 or 288, excuse me, on the season. Batting 289 and batting eighth is Catherine Dickinson, the right fielder, and batting ninth, Mallory Fultz, the shortstop, hitting 303. So it's Bradley, Garlow, and Hutchison, then Beeman, Coos, and Compton, Stewart. Dickinson and Fultz round out the batting order for Hanover for Corey Collingsworth, the Heartland Conference Coach of the Year in her fifth year, 66 all-time wins against 81 defeats, and they'll be facing off against Cam McCool. Cam with a 1.06 ERA, 15-4 and on the year. This will be her 20th start. She's completed 19 games thrown seven shutouts. She struck out 145, walked 37 in 126 innings, given up 25 runs and only 19 of them earned. She'll be facing it off with Kenzie Bradley, the left-handed hitter, and Bradley takes the first pitch down low for a ball, and we're underway in the bottom of the first. Today hitting 289, leadoff hitter for Hanover, number seven on her back. Bradley deep in the batter's box. And the pitch is a call strike at the knees, one and one. Tip of the cap to the Mount St. Joseph baseball team who is off today. 
Chuck Murray, Jeff Newman, their head coach, down here with several players to root on the softball team. They played tomorrow, rounding out their season. That pitch swung on, popped up on the infield. Going back is Stevenson on the outfield grass and has it for the first out of the inning. That's good communication right there between the right fielder, Kennedy, and Stevenson. The second baseman, Stevenson, calls her off on the high bloop into the short, sal- short shallow right field, and Stevenson gathers it for the first out of the inning. Garlow, left-handed batter. We did not see her last Sunday. She was nursing a sore right elbow, and she is just gutting this thing out because Collingsworth and Hanover, they only have 12 players on their roster, and that pitch is over the inside corner to Garlow, 0-1. Got to credit Garlow for just continuing to work through this pain and playing in this game. As you mentioned, only 12 active players for Hanover for the Coach of the Year, Corey Collinsworth. 0-1. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Popped up on the infield. Coming in is Fincham near home plate and has it in foul territory for the second out of the inning. Garlow pops up out to foul territory down the third base side. Fincham comes in and calls off McCool and Ivers for the second out of the inning. Now it's starting to spit a little bit here in Lexington. One cloud just hovering over the top of us. and Maybe we get by this one. We'll have a good afternoon. Two down in the inning, and it brings up Hutchison hitting 362, right-handed batter. That pitch just off the outside corner for a ball. Hutchinson, the best hitter on this team, 362, 42 hits, 11 doubles, one triple, two home runs. Hanover was sixth in the league in batting average and in home runs. That pitch swung on and popped up behind Old Plate and out of play. You didn't bring your glove again, did you? <laughs> No, we may get an opportunity here. We might. That's why I'm sitting next to you with your... Wind is blowing... What? Is, is that a a windbreaker comment or what? One and one the pitch. Swung on fly ball. Left field. Medium deep. Lang went back. Now coming in. Battling the wind and has it for the third out of the inning. Just what the doctor ordered. The Lions set Hanover down. One, two, three here in the bottom of the first. It's the Mount One and... Hand over nothing here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Teaching is my calling. So when I needed to renew my license, I chose Mount St. Joseph University. The Mount offers the only program in the state of Ohio that allows you to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree. In less than two years, I combined the reading and gifted intervention specialist endorsements. Classes were convenient, fully online, and I received personal attention from my professors. The Mount helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Dayton Children's cares about the health of your children. Hi, I'm Kirk Herbstreit. Growing up in Centerville, my parents taught me the importance of being healthy. And now, I'm teaching my kids. Childhood obesity is on the rise, but there are small steps that we can take to fight it. Turn off video games and go outside. Ride bikes, go to the park, or learn a new dance. Parents, once we get moving, our kids will follow. Dayton Children's, experts you trust, caring for the children you love. Well, it'll be Casey Fincham leading it off for the Lions here in the top of the second inning. Fincham, 352, right-handed batter, third baseman. Compton, as we said in the first inning, using a lot of time in between pitches, and finally the first pitch of the inning is taken outside for a ball. Good start. 1-0. Good start by Camacool, 1-2-3. In the bottom half of the first, that brings up Casey Fincham, 37 hits on the year. B. Ivers will follow her, and then comes Emily McDonald. Next pitch by 
Compton is upstairs, ball two. I know we were up in the press box at Hanover, and now we're down on the field, Chris, but Compton does not look, her fastball does not look as lively today as it did last Sunday. Lions are doing a good job of laying off the rise. 2-0 the count. Pitch is taken at the knees over the inside part of the plate, and the count goes 2-1. and one. Winner of this game plays tomorrow at noon in the ultimate championship game. The loser goes on to play this afternoon at 5 against the loser of the Transy-Franklin game. That pitch swung on fly ball right field. Coming in as Hendrickson has to go down to a knee and has it. Boy, the wind was playing havoc on that ball, and she finally basket caught it as she was going to a knee out in right field for the first out. Yeah, Casey Fincham flies out to right field. Nice play by the right fielder Dickinson coming in and making the sliding catch on the wet grass for the first out of the inning. Hey, Chris, when you look at the flag out in right center field, it's really not doing a lot, but you could tell by the way Lang in the last inning and now Dickinson out in right were playing those balls. The wind's playing havoc with the ball. And the one-out pitch now to B. Ivers. Swings and fouls that one back against the screen. Ivers was named honorable mention on the all-conference team, hitting 303, 30 hits on the year, eight doubles, one triple, and three home runs. And after looking at the stats, okay, Adams may have deserved first team, but <laughs> B was second team. We looked at the stats last night between Jeter and McCool, too, and that was an interesting look. 0-1, that pitch upstairs to Ivers. For pitcher of the year, one and one to count. Way to go for Ivers right there, laying off that rise early on. Lions looking for quality at bats, competitive at bats early on here. One ball, one strike. Into the wind is Compton. The one one is in tight. Hanover crowd wanted a strike there. Compton peering in at the home plate umpire. We have not seen this home plate umpire in the tournament behind the plate. Now he was on the bases Thursday, but not behind home plate. Two and one the count. Two Ivers. That pitch swung on the line right back through the box to the left of Compton and into center field for a base hit. Good to see Ivers barrel up a ball. Singles out to center field. It's a nice at bat for 18 Ivers with the single to get the Lions offense going here in the top of the second. Yeah, she got that right on the meat part of the bat and Compton couldn't do anything about it. Now we're going to have a pinch runner as Ivers is going to come out of the ball game and coming in, Alyssa Whitmer. That'll bring in Whitmer to, to pinch run for Ivers. She's a junior from Westchester, Ohio, Lakota West High School. Whitmer, if you look at the Heartland Conference individual stats, is batting second <laughs> in batting average this year. Is second in the conference in batting average. Of course, she's only got a 500 batting average, one for two, I believe. But for whatever reason, the conference has her in the batting stats. One nothing, Lions lead it, and it brings to the plate Emily McDonald. Said on the pregame show, McDonald, real interesting stat. I thought about it the other night. She hasn't struck out an awful lot, and actually, when you look at her stats, she struck out just seven and a half percent of the time. Only three strikeouts in conference play. McDonald, right-handed batter, crouches. Has that back elbow up in the air. And the pitch with Whitmer at first is taken upstairs around the bill of the cap. Compton showing just a little bit of uncomfortability out on the mound now. And if you're the Lions offense, you've got to take control of that. We've been patient at the plate so far. End of the wind. Compton, the 1-0. That pitch swung on. Pop foul. And right behind us and out of play. 1-1 one one the count. 
McDonald coming in today hitting 372 in conference play. Overall, she's hitting 366, and we've talked about her all year long, Dave. She's just an athlete, been a really good center fielder for us, and been really strong at the plate, the freshman. She was two for six in that doubleheader. Into the wind, the 1-1 one, one pitch to the plate. Swung on a grounder right to the second baseman. Bradley to second for one, back to first base, not in time. Nice play by Bradley. Emily McDonald rolls over to her at the second base, tried to go for the double play, but with McDonald's speed, she was able to beat it out. Two outs in the inning, McDonald at first for the Lions. So McDonald on via the fielder's choice. Two away, one nothing mount. McDonald at first, brings up Allie Lang, who singled and scored the game's only run in the top of the first inning. Lang left-handed batter. That pitch swung on it. Grounder to short. Going to her left is Fultz. Flips it to second in time. Two. Get McDonald, and that'll do it for the Lions here in the inning. But in the inning, no runs. They pick up one hit. No errors by Hanover. And the Lions leave nobody on base. As we head to the bottom of the second inning, it's the Mount 1 and Hanover Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. When I needed to renew my teaching license, Mount St. Joseph University offered the only program in Ohio that allowed me to combine two education endorsements to earn a graduate degree fully online. The Mount helped me climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash Ohio. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock Jala, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions. My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Hanover went down 1-2-3 in the bottom of the first inning, so they will bring up the middle of their batting order. Beeman, Coos, and Compton against Cam McCool. Beeman, left fielder. Boy, she had a field day against the Lions in that doubleheader. Three for eight, had a home run. She's the left fielder, 354 batting average, the freshman. And the first pitch of the inning swung on and blooped to shortstop coming in Cornelius and has it for the first out of the inning. That's a nice out for Cam McCool. As you mentioned, Beeman had a nice afternoon against us last Sunday. That's a first pitch swing into a light and drive shortstop. Cornelius gathers it for the first out of the inning. Now comes one of the tallest players in the Heartland Conference, Carson Coos. And Coos hit one 250 feet to left center field in the game against Transy on Thursday night. And that pitch is down low for a ball. So you know Cam is going to be really careful on what she gives Coos in this at bat. Coos does have four home runs on the year. 351 batting average. And that pitch is a changeup taken at the belt for a strike. One and one the count. I told you winner plays at noon tomorrow. Loser plays this afternoon at 5 against the winner of the Transy Franklin game right after this one. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled down the left field side near the bullpen out of play. Coos is a freshman from Fort Branch, Indiana, Gibson Southern High School. Had a shot here in Thursday afternoon, probably dead 250 center field. It was Easily. off the bat. Thing went near the garage out over the left center field fence. One and two the count. Into the wind is McCool pitch. Hang it outside. 
Two and two. Lions already with three hits on the day. That was total three hits on Sunday, so that's a good start for the Lions offense. Two balls, two strikes. McCool peers in. We'll get the defense for you after this pitch for the Lions, and that is swung on and missed. McCool, her first strike out of the afternoon. Those are two big outs for Kay McCool on Beeman popping her line drive out to short, and then she gets Coos striking out for the second out of the inning and her first strike out of the day. Brings up Lily Compton. Compton hitting 345 on the year. Compton against the Lions. She had another field day. Her and Beeman almost single-handedly dominated the Lions in that doubleheader last Sunday. She was four for seven. That pitch is downstairs for a ball. Lions have Lang and left, McDonald in center, Kennedy in right. Fincham is at third, Cornelius at short, Stevenson at second base, Gabbard at first, Ivers behind the plate, and McCool on the mound. That pitch swung on and missed. You said it right, Dave. Between Compton pitching last Sunday and Beeman at the plate, uh, Compton threw really well for Hanover, and Beeman came up with the solo shot and then the walk-off hit to right center field. Compton 1-1. One and one. Right-handed batter holds the bat high. Pitch swung on the line right off of the glove of Fincham and out into left center field. It almost was caught by Cornelius coming in behind Fincham, but it bounced on the grass, and that will be a base hit. First hit of the ball game by Hanover. That was a shot off the bat from Compton. Fincham tried to get her glove up, just unable to. Tipped up off her glove and went out to left field, and Compton's on for Hanover with two outs. Hard hit ball right there by Compton. Compton picking up her 30th hit of the season, so two down, and it brings to the plate the DP freshman, Danny Stewart. Stewart number 17 on the back of her red Panther uniform. And the pitch is taken inside, evidently, for a ball. Cam would like to know, was that up, inside, what? Stewart's been swinging the bat really well for Hanover in the last week. She's been playing really solid. The freshman from Shelbyville, Indiana. Left, left-handed batter. And that pitch is taken over the inside corner for a called strike, one and one. Knew you were going to get Shelbyville in there somehow. <laughs> Just a matter of time. I want a part of that contract you've got <laughs> with the Chamber of Commerce. I tried to get in on it the other night, but they were closed. That pitch swung on and missed. Stewart, when we went, we drove through on Thursday, one and two to count. We drive through Shelbyville, Kentucky, on the way down here, and I wanted to stop at the Chamber of Commerce to try to negotiate myself a little piece of the action, but they were closed. Couldn't do that. Swung on and missed. Two and, and I guess that was strike three. The scoreboard said two and one, but it was strike three, and that'll do it. Here in the inning, Stewart goes down. Second strike out of the ball game for Cam McCool. Lions give up a no runs just on one hit, and Hanover leaves one on base as we head to the third. It is still the Mount One and Hanover Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. 
Lions are on top of it, one to nothing, as we head to the top of the third inning, and it will be Cornelius Gabbard and Bramble. If you're the Lions right here, you got to find a way to get another run for Cam McCool. Only one hit so far for Hanover. Lions came in first in the conference and hitting at 348. First in runs with 226. Stolen bases, 43 of 49, but you can make that 44 out of 50 now since Allie Lang stole a base in the first inning that led to a run. And the first pitch swung on. Stevenson hits it down the left field side. It's a five-fair ball. Hit the line, and Stevenson will go into second with a stand-up double. Freshman from Mooresville delivers again, Dave. She's having herself a tournament. Line drive down the left field line. It looked like it might have been gone off the bat. Hard hit ball for a stand-up double for Kelsey Stevenson to lead off the inning. Boy, that thing was right on the foul line, Chris. Brought up a little chalk in this wet field, and now the Lions have a runner at second base, and we're going to have another pinch runner for the Lions for Stevenson at second. Here in the third inning, the Lions lead it one to nothing. And coming in to run will be Izzy Hamilton. Izzy, a freshman from Bloomington, Indiana, and Stevenson is having herself a tournament so far, Dave. Came up with an RBI hit Thursday, and today she starts off the inning with a double in a much-needed situation for the Lions. Cornelius now at the plate. Macy struck out looking her first time up. Cornelius with the Lions up one nothing. Looking in, you'd think this is a bunt situation, Compton. She squares, puts it down up the first baseline. Good bunt. Throw to first base is in time to get Cornelius just by about a half step. Bang, bang play. Nice bunt by Cornelius down the first base side. She gets Izzy Hamilton up to third, and it was a bang, bang play at first. Hanover gets the first out of the inning. And that will bring up Rachel Gabbard. Hamilton just 60 feet away for Gabbard. Lions looking to add on to this lead. Compton on the mound. The catcher, Hilgenhold, is directing some traffic out defensively for the Panthers. Gabbard with a runner at third. That pitch is upstairs. And you may see another pitch around here by Compton to Gabbard with first base opening. But the last time they did that, Bramble came through with the RBI single to give the Lions the one nothing lead. Pitch to Gabbard. Swung on and missed. Rachel swung right <laughs> through that pitch. That's a big cut. Coach Goddard looks at her and tells her, take a deep breath, calm down. Just looking to have a productive base hit, productive out. Anything on the right side, you would expect the aggressiveness of Hamilton at third. Just get something to the outfield. And Hamilton has got the speed to come home. One and one to count. That pitch is called strike over the outside corner. Wow, Dave, that was up and out, and that was called a strike for Compton. Gabbard finds herself down in the count. One and two. One down in the inning. Hamilton at third. Compton into the wind, and the one-two pitch upstairs. Good eye by Gabbard to lay off that rise ball. Two-two count for Gabbard. Hamilton still at third. One out in the inning. Gabbard, that one went above her hands. Two and two, the count to Rachel. Pitch to the plate, swung on and missed, went down swinging, and there are two down in the inning. That is a nice pitch from Compton, able to get Rachel Gabbard swinging on the outside corner for the second strikeout of the day. So two down, and 
It brings up Casey Bramble. Same situation she was in last time. Two outs, runner in scoring position. She came through with an RBI single. Casey, right-handed batter. Even with the plate, the two-out pitch called strike over the outside corner. Bramble coming in now has six hits on the year, one double, and now she has six RBIs after the RBI earlier today. All in one, the count to Casey Bramble. Pitch to the plate. She squared, took it low. One and one. Here are the lines. You've got to find a way to get Hamilton in from third. Stevenson let off the inning with a double. One and one. Two down here in the inning for the Lions. That pitch swung on. Pop foul over near first base. And giving chase but not being able to catch up with it is Dickinson and Wright and Coos at first. But it fell into the bullpen and the count now goes to one and two. Bramble the junior from Westchester, Ohio, Lakota West High School. Girls went bowling yesterday afternoon on their rain delay, rain out day. Bramble, we were told, won it amongst the team. The one, two, high. Two and two. That doesn't surprise me. Bramble's a competitor. <laughs> they still win at everything she does. They said one lane didn't even break 90, and we won't tell you that was Maddie Kennedy's <laughs> lane. One and two. Into the wind. A 1-2 pitch to Bramble, in tight, backed her away from the plate, 2-2. Two and two. Man, that is a tough pitch to take on the inside corner. Nice pitch by Compton, 2-2 two, two count, two outs, Hamilton at third. one nothing here in the top of the third for the Lions. I'll tell you, these girls had a good time yesterday on their day off. 3-2, and two. pitch swung on, fly ball, popped up into center field. Coming in is Garlow, and has it for the third out of the inning. So the Lions, well... They try to put something together after the double by Stevenson, but can't bring the runner home. As we head to the bottom of the third, it's still the Mount 1, Hanover Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spees. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spees has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Speece Medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Speece, 513-246-8900. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Lions lead at one nothing, heading to the bottom of the third inning, and Dickinson will lead it off and takes that pitch down low for a ball. Dickinson, Fultz, and then the top of the order, Bradley, for Hanover here in the bottom of the third. Lions have already left four on base, Chris, as you mentioned, and they've got to start bringing those runners home. The 1-0 swung on and lined foul off the facing of the Lions dugout on the third base side. Offensively, they look better against Compton so far today than they did last Sunday. 
already more hits today than they did have last Sunday. But as you mentioned, they've left four on so far today, and you've got to come up with those uh, runs any way you can, especially last inning when Stevenson leads off the inning with a double with no outs. Dickinson hitting 285 on the year, one for six in that doubleheader, and it's starting to spit rain here today. Again, here we go again. Into the wind and the pitch, low and outside. Count now goes to two and one. Dickinson coming in, hitting 231 in conference play with six runs, 12 hits, four RBIs. McCool into the wind. And the 2-1 swung up, popped up behind home plate, but Beavers cannot get to it near the backstop. And it falls safely, counting out 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, just be unable to get to that. It was didn't get high enough for her to be able to get under it. So 2-2 two, two count, came a cool. Throws in the ball, it's starting to get wet. She's starting to dry her hands off on her pant leg and probably look to have her have a towel coming out in the next couple innings. Well, I hope so, because we brought enough for her. <laughs> Two and two. They asked us to bring some towels. We did. We delivered. Yeah. About six of them. Two and two to count. To the leadoff hitter, Dickinson, and that pitch swung on. Fly ball, center field. Now coming in is McDonald. Has that for the first start of the inning. Just a routine pop fly out to Emily McDonald at center field, and Dickinson flies out to center. One out in the inning. Bottom of the third. Lions lead one nothing. Freshman shortstop Mallory Fultz now coming to the plate. Number nine hitter. Hitting 303 on the year. She was two for five in that double dip last Sunday. Has the windbreaker pullover covering her uniform top. Right-handed batter. Chokes up. And that pitch swung on and fouled down the left field side. Way out of play. Fultz put together a nice freshman year in the HCAC. Hitting 383 with six runs, 18 hits, six doubles, and five RBIs. On deck is Bradley, the lefty. One away here in the inning. It's one nothing mount. We're in the third. That pitch strike caught the outside corner. Nice pitch by Cam McCool. Goes to the outside corner. 0-2 count. One out in the inning. McCool peering in. 0-2. One down. Pitch outside and low. One and two. It's a great O2 pitch, though. Had the Fultz thinking just a little bit. Sometime Cam is going to just completely fool a hitter <laughs> and go for the strikeout on three pitches. One and two. And the pitch to the plate. That's up above the bill of the cap. Two and two. Fultz, nice eye. Brings the count back to 2-2. Two, two. She's battling up there. We talked to Coach Collinsworth before the game, and that's what she talked about preaching, getting back into quality at bats, and that's helped hand over offensively in the back half of the season. Two and two, one down. Pitch to the plate. is called strike three. Caught the corner on the outside part of the plate. Great pitch by Cam McCool on the outside corner, and that's her third strikeout of the day and the second out of the inning. So two down, and it brings up Kenzie Bradley, who popped out to second to lead off the game for Hanover. Left-handed batter. Bradley came in hitting 289. Lead-off hitter for the Panthers. Pitch. Is just below the knees, evidently. Want to know the count? Kentucky Derby will be run later on this afternoon in a mud pit <laughs> at Churchill Downs. It's been a packed weekend up here in Lexington with graduation, derby. Got any tournament. predictions on the, on the derby? The 1-0, that pitch. In tight again. 
<laughs> and the count 2-0. Oh. Cam just gives it a look, shakes her head, and goes back. Ivers wants the ball back to Cam McCool, and Cam always keeps her cool on the mound. 2-0 oh, the count to Bradley, left-handed hitter. One of those slap hitters that runs up in the batter's box, and that pitch swung on it, grounded a second. Cornel, or excuse me, Stevenson has it, flips it to first for the third out of the inning. So a one-two-three inning for the Lions here in the third. We head to the fourth, and it is still the Mount One. Hand over nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Dave Mitchell, Chris Morris back here at Hallfield in Lexington. Leading it off for the Lions will be Maddie Kennedy, the freshman. Kennedy bounced to second her first time up. Takes that pitch at the belt for a call strike. Kennedy was named first team All-HCAC, the freshman from Erlanger, Kentucky. Kennedy 0-1. She certainly has been entertaining this weekend. The 0-1 swung on and fouled back against the screen. Count now goes to 0-2. Kid loves to have some fun and always looking for a good time, but she's a competitor when she steps in between the lines. Kennedy hit 400 on the year, freshman year in the HCAC conference. 0-2 the count. Kennedy right-handed batter. Compton, again, taking a lot of time. And the pitch down low. Count goes to 1-2. and two. Maddie had the clerk at the hotel actually bringing up YouTube and watching ball games. <laughs> yeah. One and two the count. And the pitch to the plate swung on line down the right field side. And it's going to drop for a base hit and go into the corner. Kennedy rounds first. She's going to second. She's going to go for three. And she'll go into third with a stand-up triple to lead off the... Fourth inning of play. They've got Coach Goddard excited. The freshman Kennedy delivers. It's a hard ball down the right field line. It rattles around in the corner. And Kennedy's up with a stand-up triple to lead the inning off. Boy, you can bet she'll be showing the guy <laughs> at the hotel that hit tonight. Yeah, she is excited about that, Dave. And that is a good start for this Lions offense here in the top of the fourth. The freshman Kennedy, another triple. Casey Fincham will now come up with a runner at third. And it is imperative the Lions get this run home. Runner at third, nobody out here in the fourth. one nothing Lions leader on their sixth hit of the day. Pitch to the plate, called strike. Fincham backs away, shaking her head. Fincham coming in, hitting 348 in conference play, looking six RBIs, looking for that number seven. Kennedy stands at third, no outs. Casey peering in. 
And the 0-1 pitch to the plate, swung on and missed. Big cut by Fincham as she chases the rise ball from Compton. Compton looks frustrated in the circle right now, Dave. Yeah, she's not comfortable. She's not dealing, and I think she's unhappy with the way that she's locating the ball. But the 0-2 pitch, swung on, popped up behind home plate, out of play. Hey, while we got a chance, Chris, want to say hello to her father, who is yes. not here today. Casey Fincham's father. Yes. Always listening in. Appreciate that. Underwent surgery, but he's home listening. Want to wish him well, and hopefully we'll see him next week. 0-2 the count to Fincham. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Goes down swinging. Nice pitch by Compton and gets Fincham swinging upstairs for her third strikeout of the day. And that brings up B. Ivers. Ivers. Dave. Got to find a way, Ivers. Got to find a way to put a ball in play. Get Kennedy in. one nothing Lions. Fly ball. Could get Kennedy home of medium depth. One away. Ivers had a single her last time up. She's got a fly ball to left field. That's going to drop for a base hit. And the Lions lead it 2 nothing as Miss Clutch, Elizabeth Ivers, comes up with the RBI single. And she does it with all business mentality. Ivers delivers for the Lions. A little bloop over the shortstop's head. Kennedy comes home. 2 nothing Lions. And that will bring up Emily McDonald. McDonald bounced into a fielder's choice her last time up. Ivers is at first base. They had a pinch runner for her in the last time when she got a base hit, so she has to stay at first. And that pitch hit McDonald in the front foot. That never feels good. McDonald gets hit in the foot, tries to run it down to first base. Checking on her is Coach Morris down at first. Ivers does move it up to second. One out in the inning, and the Lions offense has something going with the leadoff hitter coming to the plate. That is the 11th batter that Compton has plunked this year. And now Corey Collinsworth is going out to the mound to talk to her infield and senior pitcher. (laughs) Emily's over there bouncing around, laughing a little bit. Freshman from Indianapolis, Indiana. Looks like she's going to be okay after taking that pitch off the foot. Two on for the Lions. One out, two-nothing lead. Top of the fourth. Allie Lang up now. Allie. Singled her first time up and scored and bounced into a fielder's choice to end the second inning. Lang, left-handed hitter. Compton, again, peering in. Ivers at second. McDonald at first. She squares the bunt. Bunts it foul and near the on-deck circle, grabbing it for the second out of the inning is Hutchison. That is a big timeout. Gets the second out of the inning. Going to call Allie for being out of the box, making contact, but she does foul out to the third baseman, Hutchinson, coming in to making the play. Two outs in the inning. And that will bring up Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson has doubled and fouled out to first base. With two down here in the inning, the runners stay at first and second. Ivers at second and McDonald at first. Lines have already busted through for one run here in the fourth. They lead it 2 nothing. Compton peering in against Stevenson. Into the wind is Compton. And the pitch high and outside gets by the catcher. Hilgen holds, and the runners will advance. Ivers to third, and McDonald to second. There they are for Stevenson, second and third after the pass ball. Ivers to third, McDonald to second, two outs. Can the freshman Stevenson deliver for the Lions? Stevenson 
up in the count, 1-0. Cornelius is on deck. Into the line, Compton, and the pitch, strike. Nice pitch on the outside corner, low at the knees. By the way, Casey Kemp is warming up down in the bullpen. She's going to spend most of her weekend down there in the bullpen, as Cam did last year. She's lonely down there. <laughs> She's got her bullpen catcher to talk to. That's it. One and one the count. That pitch bounced in front of the plate. Nice stop by Hilgen. Hold the catcher for the Panthers. Two and one. Compton just been under pressure a lot so far this day. Already six hits for the Lions. Several base runners every inning. Big moment in this game. Runners at second and third. Two down. Here in the fourth. Pitch to the plate. Down low. Three and one. Freshman of the year, Macy Cornelius on deck for the Lions. 3-1 count for Stevenson, looking for a ball to drive. McDonald's got speed at second, Ivers at third. Chris, don't look now, but we might have a sighting of the sun coming through here. 3-1. and one. End of the wind, and the pitch is a called strike. Gave her that pitch on the outside, and the count now 3-2. and two. Good take by Stevenson, nothing you can do with that pitch. First base is open, but Cornelius is on deck. Stevenson back in. Three and two, two down. Into the wind of the line, second baseman, and the pitch swung on. Bloop towards second. Coming in is Bradley and has it for the third out of the inning. But the Lions come through with a run here in the inning. Could have had more, but they come up with the triple by Kennedy. And a base hit by B. Ivers. They lead it 2 nothing over Hanover, heading to the bottom of the fourth inning. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provide mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best. Courtesy, professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Well, it's 2 nothing here in Lexington, Kentucky. The Lions leading Hanover back at Mount St. Joseph University. The graduation ceremonies are should be pretty close to beginning here this afternoon and two of the players here on the team Cam McCool and Caitlin Leslie will be graduating today but they will not be walking down <laughs> down the aisle no here in Transylvania playing in the conference tournament exactly where they want it to be on graduation Saturday for the two seniors congratulations to Cam and Karate for graduating today from Mount St. Joseph University Cam graduating with an education degree she's going to be in elementary education teacher and Leslie has already been accepted into the Evendale Police Department Academy and she'll go in there in June so congratulations to both of them as we lead off the inning here for Hanover Garlow and Garlow takes that pitch first of the inning low and outside for a ball you mentioned that last Sunday we didn't get to see Garlow at the plate did get to see her pinch run. She actually came around and scored the game-winning run for Hanover on the walk-off win. Hutchison is on deck. And Garlow takes that pitch down low. 2-0. and oh. Hanover got here by winning over Franklin Thursday night. 
six to four, and then they beat Transy nine to three in the second game, the last game Thursday evening. That pitch swung on, fouled back to the screen. Count now two and one. Hanover, one of the hottest teams on a four-game winning streak. They beat the Mount twice on Sunday, as you mentioned, Franklin and then Transy. So beating quality opponents they in the are. last six days, hitting the ball well. Won five of their last six coming into today. Two and one to count to Garlow, left-handed hitter. And that pitch at the knees for a strike. Two and two. She did not like that call, Dave. Two-two count for Cam McCool. We said Garlow is just gutting this through. We talked to Corey Collinsworth before the game. Said she's doing it just on her will. And the 2-2 swung on and grounded wide of first and foul. And the count stays 2-2. Two and two. Boy, they're having some fun in the Hanover dugout. Yeah, looking to bring some energy to this game. 2-0 lead for the Lions. Bottom of the fourth. Hanover's dugout just looking for a couple base hits to make Cam McCool uncomfortable in the circle. Winner plays at noon tomorrow. Loser plays at 5 this afternoon against the Transy Franklin winner. 2-2 pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. Nice job for McCool to battle back from an 0-2 count to get Garlow swinging. Fourth strikeout of the day for McCool. Hannah brings up Kendra Hutchison. Hutchison fly to left. Allie Lang had some trouble with it out there. Wind starting to pick up now. Blowing in towards home plate. Hutchinson, right-handed batter. And she pops it foul and out of play straight back. Hutchinson was named honorable mention all-conference this last week. So congratulations to her on a great year. Obviously hitting 362, 42 hits, 11 doubles, 1 triple, 2 home runs, and 23 RBIs. And the one-out pitch is a strike. Hit the outside corner, 0-2. Nice job by Camel to get ahead in the count. 0-2, one out in the inning. Hutchison, a junior. Lauren Beeman is on deck. Probably see Beeman pitch the second game if Hanover moves into that second game today. That pitch swung on a grounder to third. Fincham near the bag, grabbed it, high throw, but coming down on the bag is Gabbard for the second out of the inning. Way to hang over there at third base. Casey Fincham gathers it up, throws it a little high to Gabbert, but she jumps up and gets it, gets her toe back on the bag for the second out of the inning. Rachel looked like me jumping in the air. That was a great two-inch vertical to come <laughs> right back down on the bag. Uh, <laughs> oh, two down in the inning. We'll tell her that <laughs> later on. She won't like that one. No, probably not. But it was a good play. So coming up now is Beeman. Beeman 0 for 1, grounded it, popped out to short, and that pitch a strike. Got to be careful here with Beeman. She hit a solo shot off Cam on Sunday. Came up with the RBI walk-off on Sunday as well. Cam into the wind, and the 0-1 pitch to Beeman. Swung on it, grounded near the third base dugout, out of play. Fun fact about Beeman, she's a freshman and played some travel ball with Macy Cornelius, Kylie Hankenhoff, and Macy Staley on this Lions team. Well, you can see a lot of pictures on Facebook of those four together. Oh, yeah. Played up in Indianapolis, Indiana. So, that would have been a heck what of a team. What was the name? We saw saw where they were like 10 and 11 years old on Facebook. The four of them. It was the Indiana Rockers or something. <laughs> the 0-2 swung on. Popped foul on the left field side. Giving chase Cornelius and Lang. But it will fall out of play out of the ballpark. 
They all throw their glove up, trying to get it back in. Fincham wants it. Cornelius wants it. And the count stays 0-2. I don't remember the name of it, but there was like five of them right there, and they were longing for those days. Yeah, they all grew up in that Indianapolis, Indiana area, and that would have been a tough team to have. You put all oh. those teams together. 0-2 the count. Into the wind, and the pitch swung on. Fouled again. And up Ooh, nice hands. Nice hands. Soft hands. Yeah. <laughs> Gathered it in. Fan makes the foul ball catch. You don't get a piece of gum here. you got to return it to the dugout. No. Piece of gum? <laughs> Where do you get a piece of gum for catching a foul ball? Local parks usually will give you a piece of bubble gum. I don't, don't know what parks you were playing at. <laughs> that never happened with me. 0-2 the count. Pitch to the plate. Outside. Boy, just hung outside. Cam tried to entice her with that outside pitch, but she held off of it. One and two. Two down here in the inning. Was it double bubble or what? <laughs> Juicy fruit. Juicy fruit. <laughs> One a and good two. choice. Yeah, I guess. One and two. And the pitch swung on, popped into foul territory. Fincham goes back, backhands it near the bag. And that's it here in the inning as Beeman fouls out to third base to end the inning. A one-two-three inning for Cam McCool and the Lions. We head to the fifth. It's the Lions two. And Hanover nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your assessment at msj.edu. Well, your four-inning line score here at Lexington Hall Field for the Lions. They've got two runs on six hits, no errors, and they have left six on base so far. And for Hanover, they have got no runs on one hit, no errors, and they have left one on base. And Interesting, Chris, I'm looking at the stat sheet that they've got online and they've actually got the team's Flipped. switch. <laughs> so, leading it off for the Lions is going to be Macy Cornelius, then Gabbard, then Bramble as the rain starts again and it's coming down harder now and that pitch hangs outside for a ball. going to be interesting to see how long they let this one go as the rain's coming down. So far today, five Lions hitters with base hits or more. B. Ivers, two for two on the day, had a really nice day so far. 1-0 the count to Cornelius. That pitch swung on and missed. Luckily, thanks to Amy Berger, Amy Berger, we have got a tarp that we can put over the equipment here as we are hiding. That pitch bunted up the third base side. Great bunt. Compton fielded it, and then her feet went out from underneath her safe at first. Is Cornelius with a bunt single? I'm not sure if Compton stays on her feet. She gets Cornelius. That was a great bunt by number one, Macy. Puts it down the third base side and gets a single for the Lions. Brings up Rachel Gabbard. Gabbard's had a tough afternoon here. Rachel has walked and struck out. But she has had a tough time making contact in this one. Cornelius at first base with plenty of speed. Compton peering in. And Gabbard's going to pull the bat back after squaring to bunt. It takes it high for a ball. Yeah, Gabbard just 
Looking to maybe play a little small ball right here. Two-run lead, top of the fifth, no outs. Rain's starting to kind of slow down a little bit here in Lexington. Chris, third inning in a row that the Lions have let off with a hit. The 1-0 count. Gabbard squares again, pulls it back high. Ball two. Yeah, I mean, there's no question. Offensively, we're looking a lot better than we were last Sunday against Compton. We've had runners on. We've left six on so far. Six hits as well in two runs. 2-0 the count. Gabbard back into the batter's box as the rain starts to dissipate a little bit here. Compton again. Takes a lot of time. 2-0 pitch. That's bunted, popped up, foul, and it will fall safely near the backstop. And the count stays, or goes to 2-1 and one now. Catcher drying off her hands. Hilgenhold just trying to get a grip on the ball right now. It's still just that misty rain. Anybody fielding the ball, going to be trouble fielding it and throwing it. Got to put the ball in play for the Lions. Well, Compton lost her feet on that bunt. You could probably attribute that to the field and being a little bit slick. Two and one to Gabbard. And the pitch swinging away, but takes it for a strike. Two and two. She didn't show any signs of bunting there. Had the field tarped up until 9.30 this morning. The outfield got most of the rain, so outfield's been wet most of the morning. Two and two. Compton's pitch with Cornelius at first. Swung on and missed. That is the second strikeout on the day for Compton against Gabbert, and she's got 35's number early on so far. That will be Compton's fourth strikeout of the day. Bramble has singled home a run, has an RBI, and fly to center. Her last time up, she's one for two. Cordelia is still at first. One away now. And a Bramble, that pitch, there goes the runner, called strike, throw down to second base, hit Cornelius in the foot, bounces out into short center field, but... Cornelius will stay right at second base with a stolen base. Cornelius is so tough, Dave. She gets a good jump right there. Ninth stolen base of the year. Slides head first into second. One out, and she's in scoring position for Bramble. Lily Compton now will meet the home plate umpire. And Rain picks up just a little bit here. Yep. You're not going to stop it with this kind of rain, but if it gets any harder, you may see them go into a delay. Kennedy on deck, Bramble at the plate for the Lions. Actually, the funny thing is, Chris, it was nicer out yesterday than it is today right now. That pitch taken but called strike over the inside part of the plate, and now it's 0-2 to Bramble. Bramble looking to put the bunt down right there. Cornelius hits second. I understand that it rained a lot in Cincinnati yesterday, but down here, even though we rained out, it didn't rain a lot here. 2-0 Lions lead it. 0-2 the count to Bramble. One down. Swung on it. Grounded to third. Picking it up as Hutchison. Throw to first base. Is in time to get Bramble. And advancing to third is Cornelius. So now the Lions have a runner at third. And two down. And it brings up Matty Kennedy. That's a productive out for Casey Bramble right there. Grounds out to Hutchinson at third. Nice play by Coos at first to go up and get the tag down on uh, Bramble, but Cornelius, smart base running, moves up to third, 60 feet away, two outs for Kennedy. This would be a big run for the Lions here to go up 3 nothing in the fifth. And the pitch is a strike. Kennedy <laughs> turns around, smiles. Didn't like that call. Kennedy had the big triple early on in this game. 0-1 the count to Matty. Cornelius, another freshman, is at third. Two down. 
Pitch to the plate. Swung on a foul straight back. She went after a high offering. And it's now two strikes. Continuing to switch balls here. They're getting really wet for Compton. Hilgen Hole continues to switch with the home plate umpire. 0-2 count on Kennedy. Cornelius at third. 0-2. Two down. Pitch to the plate. Swung on. Popped up in foul territory. Going over as Dickinson near the dugout on the third base side. And it will drop on top of the roof. <laughs> Got the rain going sideways with a little wind mixed into it. And now... on everybody off the field. Or are they going to meet? They're going to meet and make a decision here between the three umpires. Well, I don't think you can call it on this. You've got to play through this because we may be doing this all day. They're taking everybody and off the they're field. Gonna, well, I think this is a poor call. You've got two strikes. You need to try to at least get through this inning, Chris. And... They're going to go ahead and pull everybody off, and I'd be willing. I mean, if you look to the west coming in here, it looks like it's the the clouds are going to clear up. Just got to get through this, and now already it's stopped raining. It's coming close to stopping raining. It's not near as heavy as it was when they called it. Well, they just had to and be, now it's stopped. Just had to be careful here, and don't have to take I, too much time. Just had to be careful on the call, and be careful of what. I mean, you've got some rain coming down here. I disagree, you know, because now the rain's completely stopped. Now what do you do? You go ahead and bring them out after a two-minute delay? The umpires are going to walk down. I'm not sure what they're, where they're going. Now the Transylvania assistant coach is asking if he wants to put the tarp on. I don't think we're to that spot yet. No, you can't. You can't. You, it's... The chances of it being like this all day long. Look, he's showing him the forecast right now, and now the umpire and crew is all meeting out in left field to figure out if they're going to put a tarp on this thing. Chris, it, to my mind, they jumped the gun on this. Yeah, it got a little heavier, but then the moment that he told the teams to leave the field, the rain stopped. I mean, it's still coming down at this point. Yeah, a little bit. It's coming down a little bit harder now, but this is still... As the umpires are down the third base side, as you said, talking with the transi assistant coach. Now it's picking up a little bit more. Ann Hendrickson, the transi head coach, is out in the middle of the discussion, too, down the third base line. Lions lead it two to nothing. They scored one run in the top of the first and another run in the top of the second. Another thing, Chris, you, you've got an 0 2 count on the batter, two down in the inning. Try to get through the inning and then decide if you want to delay it. Now, here we go. I think it's going to do this all day long. It's going to rain for a minute, stop. Rain for a minute, stop. Yeah, just have to be patient and see how it plays out if you're the Lions. Just got to keep that energy up. 2 nothing lead here in the top of the fifth. I mean, this is nothing that you can't play through right now. I, I am the most conservative guy when it comes to my equipment. And right now, I'm not that worried about it with this kind of situation and the rain coming down. I mean, it's practically, there's just a... A slight drizzle coming down right now. And they're continuing to talk about it. In the amount of time that they've talked about this, Chris, we could have been through the inning and 
maybe into the next inning. They're in control, so you just have to wait for their call as they meet down the left field line. Both teams are in the dugouts right now. Starting to lighten up a little bit. Yeah. I think we're going to be fine. I think we're going to get this game moving here. We should be going now. There's no rain. And now the discussion breaks up. They're going to come over, and they're going to say, okay, let's go. Perfect. So let's play. Let, let's play some ball. That's what everybody's here to do this weekend. Yep. Try to get these games in. Well, we, we talked about it over the past couple of days. I mean, yesterday, you probably could have gotten the games in. It would have been tough. We would have been here all day just trying. Like you said, it was good in the morning and then sprinkled a little, good in the afternoon, good at the evening spot, and then it rained last night. But anyhow, we're back at it, and Cornelius is getting ready to come at third. At third. And Matt and Kennedy, as they decide they're going to sit out there and dance. <laughs> These two. I'll tell you what. They are a trip. <laughs> Kennedy, good thing Kennedy's that, out there dancing. It is Cornelius a, is dancing at third. <laughs> it is a good thing that the lounge in our hotel is closed. Oh, man. Because they'd have been shutting it down every night. They're d- having a dance-off between the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And <laughs> Hanover has started to make their way back out onto the field. Home plate umpires are going to need that clean that plate off for sure. All right, now they just did the stork. Now they've got Pincham dancing on deck. Yeah, the rain has officially stopped here in it Lexington. Has, it has stopped. And now they're... And I'm not sure what the delay here is. Corey Collinsworth is looking out. Lily Compton. Everybody's dancing Everybody's here. dancing on the field now. Compton has got... She's, she's got, got a ball. ball. She's not warming up. And the home plate umpire standing off to the side. And now he's coming over and talking to Collinsworth. And I think they're going to go ahead and play. This was <laughs> an interesting delay, <laughs> to say the least. This is now a complete dance-off yeah, right now. <laughs> hand over and them out. Forget the score. We're in a dance-off. <laughs> This is Heartland Conference has talent. You gotta have fun. <laughs> you gotta have fun. Here we go. Here we go. It's 0-2 the count now to Kennedy as the rain has completely stopped. Runner at third base is Cornelius. Two down in the inning. And now the home plate umpire will take time as Compton stepped off the back of the rubber. 0-2 the count. Runner at third, Cornelius, as we get it back underway. And the pitch to Kennedy, swung on and at a way high pitch, but he fouled it <laughs> straight back to the screen. She went way upstairs chasing that pitch. Fouled it off, 0-2 count, two outs. Top of the fifth, the Lions do lead it, two to nothing. Fincham is on deck. Compton looking in. Into the wide, and the pitch swung on, line down the left field side, foul over the head of the third base umpire. Boy, did Kennedy turn on that ball. That was a shot down the left field line, just foul. Cornelius had to duck out of the way, now she's this, laughing with Kennedy. This team, if had that gone fair, this team would never be able to live with her for the next couple of days. <laughs> Playing a at triple, a high level. A double, Kennedy, still behind in the count, 0-2. End of the wind. 
And the pitch swung on. Fly ball. Right center field. That thing is deep, but going underneath it as the wind killed it is Dickinson. And she catches it just in front of the warning track for the third out of the inning. But in the inning for the Lions, they pick up no runs. They do get one hit, and they leave one on in the inning. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It's still the Mount 2. Hanover nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home of Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. UltimateSportsTalk.com. Football, basketball, wrestling, volleyball, softball, baseball. We are Cincinnati's sports website and also the home of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show every Monday night during the baseball season. We are the home of the Mount St. Joseph Lions, UltimateSportsTalk.com. It'll be Coos leading it off for Hanover here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Yes, the Lions are the higher seed, but in the Heartland they go by a coin flip to determine the home team. So the Lions are the visiting team on the scoreboard. Coos will lead it off. She struck out swinging her first time up. Going to the bottom of the fifth, the Lions do lead it two to nothing. Only one hit so far for Hanover in today's game. Coos, right-handed batter, came in hitting 351. Strike on the outside corner. One one the count. Cam now has the towel in her back pocket, keeping her hands dry. It's still a little misty out here. Lions lost two a week ago Sunday to the same Panthers. Swung on and grounded foul against the screen on the third base dugout past Corey Collinsworth. Cam was mentioned on the first first team all-conference. Put together a really solid senior year looking for win number 16 this afternoon. She was the pitcher of the year in the conference. She's tough. I Never mind what was voted. She was the pitcher of the year. And the 0-2 pitch swung on fly ball. Left field coming in is Lang and has it for the first out of the inning. Routine fly ball out to left field. Allie Lang gets it for the first out of the inning for Cam McCool. Is anything routine right now? Uh, You're fighting a little bit of the rain. Lang made it look easy out there. So there there is one away. And it brings to the plate. Coming to the plate is Compton. And Compton swings and fouls that straight back against the screen. Compton's hitting 442 in conference play. She's scored eight runs. She's had 19 hits. She's had four doubles and 10 RBIs. The fifth-year senior, she was a first-team all-HCAC selection. Owen won the count to Compton. The winner of this game plays tomorrow at noon. That pitch swung on a grounded foul back to the backstop. And in that, the winner of this game has to be beat twice in a row. Two more games this afternoon, a 3 o'clock start and a 5 o'clock start. We'll be down to two teams by the end of the night. Well, Cam has got one of those towels dangling out of her belt loop. Glad to see we could contribute something to this. <laughs> Owen to the count to Compton. And the pitch just off the outside corner. 
McCool. Great pitch by McCool. Tough take by Compton. One-two count. One out in the inning. Bottom of the fifth here. Lines up 2 nothing. Stewart is on deck. Left-handed hitter. One and two. One out to Compton. Into the line. And the pitch swung on and left a changeup over the heart of the plate. And Boy, Compton was way out in front of it and drove it deep and fouled on the left field side. Way out of play. And the count stays at one and two. We are in the bottom of the fifth. Pitch to the plate. Called strike three at the knees. Nice pitch. Tam McCool gets her fifth strike out of the day. Two for the in- two outs on the inning. Good job by the senior McCool to get the senior Compton on the strikeout. Brings up Danny Stewart. Stewart, the DP, has struck out swinging her first time up. McCool with two down here in the inning. We're in the fifth. Lions lead at 2 nothing. Pitch, swung on and missed. If you're wondering about tomorrow, it's supposed to be great weather tomorrow, including throughout the rest of the week. Yes, yeah, sunny and 70 tomorrow. Hopefully get all these games in today. The 0-1 pitch to the plate. Stewart swings and misses again. And the count now 0-2. McCool's got a little pep in her step today, and you could tell she's been ahead of all the hitters today. Defense has put some work in for her. Senior doing an outstanding job in the circle for the Lions so far. Wind blowing in from right field. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled to the backstop. Stewart staying alive. Dickinson, the right fielder, is on deck. Cam's twin sister, Kendall, graduating today from Mount St. Joseph and is in the stands today. Decided not to go to graduation and be here to support her sister. So, awesome moment between those two twins. 0-2. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed on 1-2-3 inning for Cam McCool and the Lions as we head to the 6th. It's still the Lions 2, hand over nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. Mount St. Joseph University's reading science program that uses highly effective research-based methods improved my students' lives and helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. Well, back here at Lexington's Hall Field, I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. Lions lead it here in the top of the sixth inning, two to nothing. And it will be Casey Fincham, B. Ivers, and Emily McDonald, the bottom three in the batting order. For Beth Goddard with D.D. Morris and the rest of the Lions. Still batting on just a little bit of mist here. We've got the tarp over the equipment. Field's holding up really well so far. Franklin and Transy warming up for game number two. About a half an hour after this one. That pitch swung on line into right center field by Fincham. It'll go all the way to the wall. Rounding first and heading to second is Fincham with a stand-up double. 
Nice job. Casey Fincham to lead us off the inning with the double off the right center field fence. Stand-up double for Fincham. And once again, Dave, the Lions have a runner in scoring position. That'll bring up B. Ivers to the plate. Good to see Casey Fincham. Barrel one up out to right center field. Gap double for the sophomore. This Lions offense is oozing confidence right now, Dave. Ivers has singled twice in the ball game. She is two for two. Right-handed batter. You would expect to see her squaring away to bunt with McDonald on deck. Yep, she swung away, swung on and missed. Big cut there for Ivers. 18, having a great day so far. Two for two on the day. Been tough behind the plate. Always is. The junior catcher. All in one the count. Two nothing Lions lead it. Here in the sixth. Pitch to the plate. Now squares. Bunts it out in front of the plate. Good bunt. Picked up by Compton. Throw to first. And it's out as Bradley covers the bag at first base and going to third is Fincham. Way to do a job. Elizabeth Ivers gets a sacrifice bunt down. Fincham moves up to third. The Lions are ranked third in the country, Dave, in sacrifice bunts and doing a nice job so far in this tournament playing the little small ball. Emily McDonald has been on base twice, bounced into a fielder's choice and been hit by a pitch. But she's 0 for 1. 2 nothing. Runner at third is Fincham. Pitch swung a pop foul behind home plate out of play. If you're the Lions, Dave, you've got one out. Fincham is 60 feet away. You've got a two nothing lead. Hanover has one hit on the day. You've got to find a way to get Fincham in here. I just want to fly ball to the outfield. 0-1 the count to McDonald. Lang is on deck. Into the line, Compton. We've said she's been taking a lot of time. That pitch low. McDonald drives her bat off. Still misting here in Lexington this afternoon. Coming down a little bit harder. Now and then, then it lightens up, and then a little bit harder. Lightens up. One and one the pitch outside. Two and one. Good eye by McDonald. A lot of energy down the third base side for the Lions dugout. I'm surprised Compton doesn't have one of those towels. Out there in the mound he with He just her. continues to move that ball around in yeah. her hand just to try to keep it dry. Compton wearing the mask. The 2-1 pitch to the plate. Taken outside by McDonald. And the count now 3-1. and one. Cannot speak how highly competitive they've been at the plate today. This Lions offense looked like a completely different team against Compton today than they did on Sunday. 3-1 and one the count to McDonald. Lang is on deck. Runner at third is Fincham. One down here in the sixth. Pitch swung on foul back against the screen. Good battle right here with McDonald and Compton's full count one out. Fincham let off the inning with a stand-up double. She did get sacrificed over to third. She's 60 feet away. Two nothing Lions. One out. Top of the six. Three and two. One down in the inning. Fincham looking in at third. Into the wind is Compton. The pitch swung on a line to short. Picked up by the shortstop, throw to first in the dirt, couldn't be scooped out by Cruz, and safe at first base is McDonald, and holding right there at third is Fincham on the play. That was a shot to Fultz at the shortstop position. Fincham stays at third. It was a ball in the dirt that Cruz cannot come up with. Emily McDonald at first. Runners at the corners for the Lions, one out for the leadoff, Allie Lang. They're going to score that, an error on the play. That'll be the second error of the ball game committed by Hanover. 
And now Corey Collinsworth is going to go to the mound again and have another chat with Compton. How many trips to the mound are you allowed to give? I think they changed the rule this year to improve the amount of trips, but I think this is three or four on the game for sure. This is her third. Yeah, absolutely her third. Got McDonald at first, Fincham at third with the leadoff, Allie Lang up with one out. We'll see how the Lions offense tries to find a way to get another run across for the senior Cam McCool. Outstanding pitching performance for her so far today. Top of the six here in Lexington. The rain continues to just kind of sprinkle, just that annoying rain. Yeah, it it's annoying. <laughs> but you got to play through it. Oh, yeah, and that's what we're doing. Yep. Because I think it's going to do this all day long. Two nothing Lions. Runners at first and third. McDonald at first. Fincham at third. Lang to the plate now. Lang squares. Takes it outside for a ball. There goes McDonald. She'll go in standing with a stolen base as Higginheld just held on to the ball. That'll be McDonald's ninth stolen base of the year. And now there's runners at second and third for Lang. One out. Lang is one for three on the afternoon. And she takes that over below. Two and oh. Compton does not agree with some of the calls so far. She continues to look deep into the home plate umpire. 2-0 count for Lang. 2-0 the count. Runners at second and third now. Pitch to Lang. Swung on. Lined right back through the box. But coming over is the second baseman Bradley. Throws to first in time to get Lang. But coming home to score is Fincham. It's 3-0. That's a productive at-bat for Allie Lang. Puts the ball in play. Filled it by the second baseman. Allie Lang gets thrown out. But Fincham, smart base running, comes home to score. And the Lions lead 3-0. That's an RBI for Allie Lang. So it's now 3-0, two outs. Runner at third now is McDonald. And it brings to the plate Kelsey Stevenson. Stevenson is one for three and takes that one below the kneecaps for a ball. 1-0. That's a productive out for Allie Lang. Coach Goddard was cheering on Stevenson. Knows how important that fourth run would be if you could get McDonald across. Compton into the line. Pitch to the plate. Swung on, popped up on the infield. Coming in is Coos and has it as the wind caught that and she almost dropped it but held on to it and that'll do it for the Lions in the inning. They pick up one run in the inning and they lead it three to nothing over Hanover heading to the bottom of the sixth on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Take your game to new heights at Mount St. Joseph University with 23 athletic teams and cutting-edge facilities. We are the NCAA Division III University in Greater Cincinnati. Climb higher at www.msj.edu. Dickinson will lead it off for Hanover. And then the number nine hitter, Fultz, back to the top of the order in Bradley. The Lions are six outs away from moving into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at noon. 
And we've got some discussions between Kerry Collinsworth and the home plate umpire. And I believe we're going to have a pinch hitter here. And there will be a pinch hitter for Dickinson. And the pinch hitter will be Alex Miller. Miller hitting 289 on the season will be the pinch hitter for Dickinson, the right fielder. Miller played behind the plate on Sunday afternoon was the catcher. And Collinsworth just going for a different look against Cam McCool. Something similar that Megan Warren did with Defiance late in the game in Thursday's ball game. Miller, the catcher, right-handed batter up at the front of the batter's box. And she takes that first pitch for a call. Strike one. Cam has continued to get ahead of hitters all day long. You can barely see the home plate. It's covered with mud and dirt. 0-1 oh, the count. And the pitch to the plate. Strike two over the outside corner. Cam is on today, Dave. She's pinpoint accuracy so far. 0-2. Oh, And the wind, the pitch to Miller, swung on and grounded into left field, base hit. Pass to diving Cornelius at shortstop. That'll be the second hit of the day for Hanover. Nice job by Miller in a pinch hit situation. 0-2 count, hits a hard ball in between third and shortstop and singles out to left field for Hanover. Brings up Mallory Fultz, the shortstop, hitting 3-0-3. She's 0-1 in the ball game. And what do you do here if you carry Collinsworth, Chris? I mean, do you... Try to bunt the runner over. Yeah, You're down 3 nothing. I think you try to get a run across just to eat away at the lead. McCool. Peering in. And the pitch to the plate is upstairs around the bill of the cap. 1-0 the count. Rain continues here in Lexington just a tad yeah. bit harder than what it was. I think the temperature has fallen a little bit too, Chris. Are <laughs> you getting cold? No, I'm just saying, I think the temperature has fallen a little bit. That pitch swung on, foul tipped into the glove of B. Ivers for a strike. That was a huge cut by Fultz right there. One and one the count. Miller does not have a stolen base on the year for Hanover. Bradley is on deck. Fultz, the one-one pitch swung on, pop foul against the screen. And the count now goes to one and two. We are in the sixth, bottom of the sixth. Lions lead it three to nothing. There's nobody down in the inning, though, and Hanover has a runner at first base at Miller. Fultz. Right-handed batter. The 1-2 pitch to the plate, swung on and fouled out of play over the first base side. But she reached for a low outside pitch and fouled that one off. One and two. A lot of umbrellas out in the crowd. Transy and Franklin getting warmed up on both first base and third base dugout. Several of the Mount baseball players out in right field. It's a great gesture by that program to come and support these ladies today. Yep. One and two the count. Pitch swung on fly ball. Left field. Lang going back near the fence. And it is up against the fence on the warning track. Lang gets it in quickly. Going into third is Miller. Into second base is Fultz. And now Hanover has something going with runners at second and third. And nobody out here in the sixth inning of play. And that gets the Hanover dugout up right there, Dave. That's a base hit for Miller. And that's a double up off the wall. And now the Panthers have second and third. No outs. 3 nothing Lions. 
One and two. Or I should say three to nothing. And that was hit on a one and two count. And out to the mound now is Beth Goddard to talk to her pitcher, Cam McCool, and the rest of the infield. Three nothing. Kenzie Bradley, the top of the order for Hanover coming to the plate. Big opportunity for Hanover coming up. No outs, runners at second and third. As you mentioned, leadoff hitter coming up, one, two, three in the inning. So, Kay McCool's going to have to battle a little bit for the first time today. Well, like we said, the rain kind of subsiding now. I think it's going to do this all day long. It's just going to rain, then stop, rain, then stop. Yeah, you're just going to have to battle with it. Try to keep the ball dry. Try to keep your hands dry. Bradley with runners at second and third. Coming up, Bradley 0 for 2 in the ball game. Popped a second, grounded a second. Nobody down in the inning. And the pitch is just off the outside corner for a ball. Bradley was called several times on Sunday of leaving the box early before hitting the ball. So something to keep a close eye on a very similar situation. They got Allie Lang for that today, too. One and another count. Into the wind and the pitch to the plate. Swung up, popped up into short left field. Coming in is Allie Lang. She'll grab it on the outfield grass and holding right there at third base is Miller. So there is one down in the inning. That was great. The Lions defense was in in the outfield. Lang was in great position for the fly ball out to left field. Nobody moves for Hanover on the bases. Second and third, one out. Garlow is up to the plate now. Another left-handed hitter. Garlow has fouled the third and struck out. 0 for 2 in the ball game. Runners still at second and third. <laughs> Coach Goddard tells Can throw the ball in. It's wet. Get a dry ball. She continues to keep that ball in her glove, trying to keep that rain off of it. Continues to wipe her hand on the glo- on the uh, towel in her back pocket as well. Getting to these tense moments of this game, you don't want the rain to play any factors. No, not at all. <laughs> at least not any more than it already is. <laughs> Three to nothing, the score. Garlow now stepping in. Runners at second and third. Fultz at second, Miller at third. Pitch, swung a bunner right back to the mound. They're going to throw to first to get the out there. And coming in to score is Miller. And advancing to third is Fultz. And there are now two down. Yeah, that's a smart play by Cam. She had a chance to go home, but let's just go get the second out. We give up a run to Hanover, so 3-1 to in the ballgame. Runner moves up from second to third, so 60 feet away. Hanover has a base runner. 3-1, to two outs. Bottom of the six. And it brings up Hutchison, who is 0 for 2. Hutchison with two down in the inning, runner at third. Pitch down low, and nice backhanded stop by B. Ivers. And I think they're going to say that Cam has got to move that. It was coming around on the front part of her hip. Uh, put it behind her so that doesn't distract the batter. One or another count. Pitch will count, but the home plate umpire immediately wanted to talk about that. And the 1-0 swung on a miss. Dave, this is a huge moment in this game. Hanover's got a runner at third. It's a 3-1 to one game, two outs, bottom of the six. Reina stopped now. One and one. Two down. Hutchison with two outs. And Beeman on deck. That pitch swung on. 
Fly ball going fouled on the left field side. Allie Lang giving chase, but couldn't come up with it. And the count now one and two. Hanover with three hits on the day. Hutchinson at the plate. Runner 60 feet away. Trying to get that one more run to get back into this ball game. Get some energy up in that first base dugout. First time all game. Cams have been tested so far. One and two the count. Cam. Always reaches down, touches the dirt. One and two. Now comes up, looks at her chart, and delivers the one-two. Swung on and miss. Got her swinging, and the Lions get out of the inning with only one run scored in the inning. At seven Ks in the ball game for McCool and four Hanover. They pick up one run on two base hits, no errors, and they leave one on. As we head to the seventh, it is now the Lions three and Hanover one on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with picnic party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new yacht rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Well, the Lions lead it 3-1 to one as we're heading into the seventh inning of play. Lions three outs away from moving on in the winner's bracket tomorrow at noon. And they will send to the plate Cornelius, then Gabbard, and Bramble. This is the part of the lineup you want up for the Lions here. Top of the seventh, you're up 3-1. to one. You bring up the heart of the order in Cornelius, Gabbard, and Bramble. Got to manufacture another run for Cam. You're greedy. <laughs> Cam's thrown an outstanding game, though. There's no doubt about it. Giving up three hits, one run. But you got to give credit to Hanover. They put together a couple base hits there in the bottom of the sixth to score their first run of the day and bring a little energy to this team. As we going through all the changes in the lineup, home plate umpires visiting the third base dugout for the Lions to make sure everybody's lineup's correct. I really don't see any. Well, you can't tell because half of the Hanover players have their blue long sleeve on and they don't have a number on it. So we're still delayed here. We do have Hilgenhold. Miller has moved behind the plate and Hilgenhold has moved to second base. And Bradley Kuz is... At punching first. in numbers to the home plate umpire, letting him know who's where. She's ready to go. <laughs> as Coach Morris talks to Cornelius in the box as we're still waiting for the home plate umpire and to get all the lineups correct here for Hanover. <laughs> he's he's throwing out numbers. They're saying yes, no. Yeah. They've got the blue long sleeves on, so you can't tell the numbers. I think he's got it all figured out, and we're going to get the seventh inning played. This almost took longer than the rain delay. <laughs> So Cornelius will lead it off here in the inning. Cornelius has reached on a bunt single sacrifice and struck out looking. She is one for two on the afternoon. 
Lions are leading at 3-1. to one. This is the seventh inning of play. Into the line, Compton. And the first pitch of the inning is upstairs. Gets past Miller, the catcher. Right back near us. And they're going to change the ball. This is going to be like Major League Baseball <laughs> yeah. now. Anything that touches the ground, just get rid of the ball. Yep, got to keep it dry. Got to keep your hands dry. One or no the count to Cornelius. Gabbard is on deck. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and bunted foul behind the plate. And Miller can't catch up to it. And then fell on her tummy and the mask bounced off of her head. That's great effort by yep. Miller behind the plate, though. Bunt went up over play, out of play, and she tried to dive and make a play for her team. Cornelius was trying to bunt for a single. Count evens up at one and one. Now we're finally going to get the home plate cleared off. Well, he has a knack. What he does is he covers home plate in dirt and then brushes it off. It's the only umpire I've seen do that. Now he didn't get it all the way Not clean, really, but he got it three quarters of the way clean. Yeah. We've had a... We've been doing a lot of play-by-play on the rain, the umpire. We've had a good day. <laughs> been a lot to do around here We've today. Got tarps everywhere, yeah. and that pitch high. All of my paperwork is just trying drenched. to survive. Drenched. <laughs> it's a good thing we've got a hair dryer at the hotel because we could dry off our sheets. <laughs> Two and one to count, and the pitch to the plate swung on fly ball down the right field side, giving chase is Dickinson, but it falls into the bullpen. And the count now evens up at 2-2. Two and two. That foul ball went out into Franklin's territory. They're down the first base side warming up. Transylvania's down the third base side. That'll be an elimination game coming up at 3 o'clock. The loser of this game will face the winner of that game tonight at 5 o'clock. 3-1 three three to one the score. 2-2 two and two the count. Pitch to Cornelius, swung on, blooped down the right field side again, and she just stuck her bat out and fouled it out of play. And the count remains two and two. This tournament will be down to two teams this after or later on tonight. Championship scheduled for noon tomorrow, and the if game necessary two o'clock tomorrow. Boy, Cornelius is like a person with two different attitudes. You get her off the field, she's fun loving and fun to be around. You get her on the field, and she's a bulldog. 2-2 pitch is in tight that got her got on her. the elbow. Yeah, got her up in on the elbow. You could hear it, Dave, and she's going to take the hit-by-pitch and jog down to first. And once again, the Lions had the leadoff hitter in the inning with no outs. Brings up Gabbard. Rachel Gabbard. And Gabbard, who has had a tough afternoon here today. Yeah, struggled a little bit about Compton. That's two strikeouts for Gabbard today so far, but just looking to get another run across to feel the Lions offense here in the top of the seventh. Rachel 0 for 2, struck out twice with a walk. Squares the bunt, pulls the bat back, takes a strike. Cornelius at first, she's got a stolen base here today. Gabbert was named second team all HCAC. Rachel holds the bat right down on the knob. And the 0-1 takes it upstairs, she squared again. But pulled the bat back, and the count evens up at 1-1. One and one. A lot of movement on the defense, Dave, yeah. and watch third base. Nobody coming in to cover it. 1-1. One one. Compton spinning the ball into the line, and the pitch punished up the first base side. Coos will take it, throws to second in time as Hilgenhold was covering. 
And that'll be the first out of the inning, and taking second is Cornelius on the sacrifice. Great job by Rachel Gabbert to get the sacrifice bunt down, get Cornelius to second with one out for Bramble and Kennedy. Casey is one for three, singled in a run. She also flied to center, bounced to third. Three to one, Lions lead it here in the seventh inning, top of the seventh. Runner at second base is Cornelius. Bramble, pitch to the plate, swung on and fouled back against the screen. And the count now 0-1. Rain has stopped for the moment. Home plate umpire is going to fill up on balls. They're trying to keep them as dry as possible. Catcher throws one wet, throws one dry back to her. And out to Compton. Now Maddie Kennedy doing her best impersonation of the Bengals center, <laughs> snapping it to Joe Burrow. <laughs> yeah, these these kids are fun, Dave. We've got a chance to hang with those yeah. all weekend long and just a really good attitude. And as you said, when you get those guys in between the lines, they are business. Cornelius at second base. Bramble with one down in the inning. On one the count. That pitch is below the knees. And the count one and one. Just when I think it's safe to take the towel off of the computer, it starts raining again. But we're going to try it here. One and one. Pitch to Bramble. Takes it upstairs. There goes Cornelius to third. And she is in with a stolen base. The throw goes out into left field. Here comes Cornelius. And it's now four to one. What a play by Macy Cornelius. She takes third and the throw goes down the left field line. Cornelius scores and the Lions get that much needed run from Cornelius going second to home on stolen bases. Four to three Lions. Ask and you shall receive, Chris. <laughs> Lions get a big run back. It's four to one. And Kennedy hikes it. Into the dugout again. <laughs> way to be aggressive right there with a wet ball. The catcher threw it down to third. It flat, goes all the way out to left field. Cornelius gets up, runs home for the fourth run. Bases are empty. Bramble fouls it straight back with one away. And the count now one and two. Starting to spring. Every time we take the tarp time off, it starts to sprinkle. Yeah. So quit doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Four to one. Lions leading it. Here in the seventh. That pitch upstairs to Casey Bramble. Two and two the count. Casey came through with an RBI single in the first inning. Started the Lions off on the right foot in this one. Two and two the count. Pitch to the plate. Called strike three on the outside corner. Nice pitch by Compton. Gets Bramble looking on the outside corner for the second out of the inning. And that'll bring up the freshman, Maddie Kennedy. Kennedy's had a great day today so far. Fifth strikeout of the ballgame. And it brings up Kennedy. Kennedy in the ballgame has tripled one for three in the afternoon with a run scored. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. Maddie had the uh, nice day against Hanover last Sunday as well. So just having fun and playing ball, and that's all you can ask in these high-intensity games. Told her this morning at breakfast she needed to have a big day so we could talk to her after the game. She says, I'm always trying to have a big game. (laughs) Yeah, she's not trying to have a bad game. I'm trying to have a good game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
Had this game last night we were playing. 0-1 is the count. And the pitch to Kennedy. He swung on a foul straight back. Our, if you were at our hotel, you, you would have to see the hallways. Because first of all, they look like they're from the movie The Shining. And they're about <laughs> a football field long, these hallways. The carpeting just makes it look like it's just lasting forever. And we were trying to throw with the team a ball down the middle of that hallway. And that pitch in tight to Kennedy. And the count goes to one and two. Trying to throw the ball from one end of the hallway down to the other. It's like a football field at least, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. It was a long way down yeah. there. And Maddie Kennedy is in the middle of the hallway like she's playing curling. <laughs> With her sandals. Yeah. <laughs> Brushing off the hallway, and that pitch high and outside, two and two. Yeah, we had a good time. Coach Godowitz actually beat the girls. She was the yeah. one that had the longest run, to, or longest roll, as the rain picks Rain's up again. really starting to come down now. Two and two the count. And the pitch swung on a grounder Ooh. right back to the mound. Compton on one hop has it, and that'll end the inning here in the seventh. The Lions are three outs away. From the championship game tomorrow at noon. Your score, it's Mount St. Joseph 4, Hanover 1 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students. Like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. The Lions are three odds away from moving into... The championship game tomorrow at noon. And standing in their way, Lauren Beeman, Carson Coos, and Lily Compton for Hanover. If you're Gary Collinsworth, this is who you want up in that first pitch. Line, foul, right off the facing of the dugout. Boy, Beeman smoked that ball off the face of the third base dugout. Corey Collinsworth down there smiling at her. And, yeah, you're right, Dave. If you want a comeback for Hanover right here in the bottom of the seventh, you've got the lineup. That you want. Beeman in the contest is 0 for 2. Boy, Kamakula has been on her game, but that sixth inning, just a little blip here. And that pitch is down low and outside. 1 and 1 the count. Winner of this game plays at noon tomorrow. Loser later on about 5.30 this afternoon against the winner of the Transy Franklin game. That pitch down the left field line, foul near the bullpen. Rain has stopped a little bit for the moment. As soon as we pull the tarp off, the rain will come back on. 
Well, I'm glad I talked you into letting me stop at Walmart and getting a long sleeve shirt today. Yes. <laughs> You're wearing shorts. Yeah. Told you, May 1st. April showers bring Mitchie's shorts out in May. And the pitch swung on, fly ball to the space side, and grabbing it is Gabbard behind the coach's box in foul territory for the first out. Lions have done a great job with Beeman. Now she'll be 0 for 3 on the game as she flies out to Gabbard for the first out of the inning, and the Lions just need two outs. Coos is 0 for 2. Struck out, fly to left. Lions two outs away. They lead it 4-1. to one. Pitch to Coos. Swung on and missed. Cam has that look in her eye, and she's had it all afternoon, Dave. The senior has really pitched in an outstanding game. Only three hits and one run for Hanover so far. Coos, big, lanky first baseman for the Panthers. The 0-1, just off the outside corner. But cool again <laughs> with that look behind the mask of, ooh. She wanted that call. 1-1 one, one count, one out. Hines just need two outs. 1-1 one one the count. One down in the inning. Pitch to the plate down low. Two balls, one strike. Team is starting to play with a lot of confidence. Had an outstanding day offensively today. Good response against Compton against from Sunday to today. End of the line. Pitch to the plate. Swung on and missed. And the count now goes to two and two. A lot of chatter just in the infield. Fincham, Cornelius, Stevenson, and Gabbard. They're all cheering McCool on. Just shows the leadership and the growth of this young team. And the 2-2 pitch, low and outside. Wouldn't go for it, 3-2. and two. Well, you don't want to walk somebody in this situation. No, Compton is on deck for Hanover. Yep. 3-2. and two. Into the wind. And the pitch to Coos. Upstairs, ball four. McCool walks her, and Coos takes a jog down to first. One out. Hanover does have a runner at first, down 4-1. to one. That is the first walk given up today by Cam McCool. And it brings to the plate Compton, who has singled and struck out. If you're McCool, you got to trust your defense here. Looking for two outs. And the pitch to Compton. Strike right at the belt. 0-1. Lions lost two to Hanover a week ago. Now Kerry Collinsworth wants to come down and talk to Compton. From the third base coach's box. They lost it in a walk-off fashion in the first game 2-1. to one, And really, Chris, that game clinched the home field advantage for Transylvania in this tournament. And the second game meant nothing. And the Lions ended up losing it 9-7. to seven. Yeah, just a good response so far. Still looking for those two outs. But offensively, has been a huge difference for me. They had really quality at bats. 0-1 the count to Compton. The one-out pitch to the plate. Swung on, line down the left field side. It's going to drop fair. Lang will get it back in quickly. Coos takes second. And on at first base is Compton with a base hit. Don't look now, Dave, but the tying run is coming to the plate. And Stewart for Hanover. After a walk and a base hit to left field, the Hanover Panthers have two on. And Coach Gotterwitz is going to go out and talk to her senior pitcher. Stewart 0 for 2. This afternoon, she has struck out twice. 
the entire infield is around head coach Beth Goddard and Cam McCool. Just looking for outs here if you're McCool. you got to trust your defense. Hanover is threatening, though, here in the bottom of the seventh. The time run is coming to the plate. Four to one game. Hanover now with four hits on the ball game. I thought it was raining again, and I turned around and looked, and it was everybody drying off their umbrellas. Stewart's been swinging it well for Hanover, the freshman. Stewart, left-handed batter. Has a brace on her left hand, I just noticed. McCool with runners at first and second. Low and outside. You know, this is one of those days, Chris, where it's not easy to stay loose. No, kind of chilly in the 50s. It's been yep. raining on and off. You're wet. You're cold. Yep. There's a chill in the air. It's like a fall day. The 1-0 swung on and missed. Stewart, I don't even think, has fouled the ball off this afternoon. Had a big day against the Lions last Sunday and had a good game earlier this week in the tournament. Cam's had a game plan in this one, and she has followed it to the tee. 4-1 to one Lions lead it here in the bottom of the seventh. One down, swung on fly ball, right field. Going back is Maddie Kennedy. Medium right field, grabs it. And holding his coups at second base and at first base Compton. And now the Lions are one out away. And it brings up Alex Miller. Nice play out there from Kennedy. Neither of the base runners were looking to tag up, so they both stayed at first and second. Two outs in the inning. The Lions are one out away, and Miller comes to the plate, and she is the tying run, 4-1. to one. Miller singled her last time up in a pinch-inning appearance and stayed in the ball game. Came around to score the only run, and that pitch is a ball outside. Lions just one out away from moving into the noon title game tomorrow. One and zero the count down to Miller, and the pitch swung and fouled straight back against the backstop, and the count is now one and one. Cam gets a dry ball. B throws the wet one down the third base line. Coach didn't didn't gather it. Slippery ball out there, and Cam's got the dry one, putting it against her thigh. Here we go. One and one the count. McCool into the wind. The pitch. Called strike at the knees. It's one and two. Lions looking in. McCool has got the sign. One and two the count to Miller. The pitch to the play. Strike three. Swing. You can put an exclamation point on this one as the Lions move into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at noon against either these Hanover Panthers, Transylvania, or Franklin. And that will be all decided here later on today in Lexington. But we know one thing, Chris. The Lions are in the championship game tomorrow at noon. Yeah, great job by Cam McCool and great response for this offense. The way to put up a 4-1 to win over Hanover. So the Lions win it here this afternoon 4-2. to We're going to have a short post-game show for you here today. Maybe Beth or who do we? We're going to try to get somebody over here to talk to after this one. And we will be back and have our post-game show right after these timeouts. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New Heights, right? That's where you're going to college in the first place. 
at Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. I wanted to grow my leadership skills, but with work and a busy life, how could I fit it all in? Then I learned Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's program in organizational leadership. For about one Saturday a month, I studied and refined my leadership skills alongside working professionals and top-notch professors. I'm now the leader I set out to be. The Mount's organizational leadership program helped me climb higher in my career. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. Well, the Lions went in here this afternoon by a final score of 4-2 to two in the ball game, and they move on into the championship game tomorrow afternoon at noon, and it should be bright and sunny tomorrow as the weather forecast. We've been keeping an eye on it. We are almost meteorologists now with the amount of time that we spent looking at the weather forecast over the last few days. Tomorrow should be bright, sunny, about 70 degrees, and the Lions will be playing at noon tomorrow against whomever. It doesn't matter. Could be Franklin, could be Hanover, could be Transy. We'll all know about 7 or 8 o'clock tonight, but we do know one thing. Your Lions are in the championship game, and they'll have to get beat twice tomorrow afternoon. Outstanding performance by this team today, Dave. I don't think they care who they play. The confidence level is way high right now. You've got Kennedy at an all-time high. You've got Stevenson playing at a high level. McDonald continue to do what she does. B. Ivers has come up big today with a couple base hits. McCool has got that look in her eye, Dave, the senior pitcher for the Lions. She ended up here today, Chris, with eight strikeouts in the ballgame, walked one, and except for that sixth inning... And giving up the hit in the seventh inning, she was virtually unhittable. Yeah, Hanover, you have to give credit to Hanover. They did battle in the sixth and the seventh. They did bring the tying run to the plate. But Cam had that look in her eye, and she delivered when the Lions needed her at her best, and she was big time in today's game. Kelsey Stevenson, another big day, but Allie Lang leading off the game with the base hit, scoring the run, and that really got the Lions off on the right foot. Yeah, I thought scoring early in this game was a big key just to go ahead. Even though you got the away team on the coin flip, scoring early, giving Cam that run support was huge today. Yeah, the one thing that we talked about, Chris, and we talked about this a lot off-air, was the fact that the Lions needed to get Hanover in a, def- in a defensive type of mood. If they let them stay in the game, third, fourth, fifth inning, where it was one nothing, you know, and Hanover thought that they still had a shot at winning the game, it was going to be tougher and tougher to beat them the way they were playing. Yeah, if you let a team that's hot stick around, obviously Hanover came into the game on a four-game winning streak. They had beaten the Lions twice last Sunday, so they were coming in with a lot of confidence. We talked to 
Corey Collinsworth. She was confident. They they were playing really well. And I wouldn't be surprised to see Hanover possibly tomorrow. But you have to give those guys credit. But credit due to this Lions, this young team continuing to fight and scrap and come away with different runs throughout the game just to give that leader, Cam McCool, that run support. And that was crucial throughout this afternoon. Well, let's do something right now that Beth Goddard is not going to do. And that is, let's prognosticate here just a little bit. You've got Franklin taking on Transylvania in the next ball game. Transylvania, you know, we've talked about it with Jeter. Um, they don't really have another pitcher that they can go to in the game after Jeter. Franklin, I mean, they came out and, and took one on the nose from Hanover in game no, number one. So when you look at these two, just who do you think is going to win that first, that next game between Franklin and Transy? I think Transy's coming in as the one seed. They're coming in as the host. I think you got to tip the cap to Transylvania in game one here. And then game number two tonight could be a toss-up. Yeah, you Hanover, got Transy and Hanover. Hanover put... Nine to three over Transylvania last night. They had a lot of, com- or sorry, Thursday night. They had with a lot of confidence. They had Transy on the ropes a little bit with a lot of pressure. Uh, so I mean, I think these next two games are going to be completely battles. I mean, it's elimination the rest of the afternoon. So those teams are fighting for their season. Seniors are fighting for their careers. So I think you're going to see a very high level of softball between these two games. Yeah, I mean, if you were going to put me up against a wall and want me to predict something, I mean. I, I don't think do I could. I, I couldn't choose between Transy and Hanover. I think the team that's probably out is Franklin. Yeah, and I don't know. I think Franklin's going to come compete. Obviously, their coach. He's been through it a lot, and uh, good part for us is we're going to go home and we're going to go back to the <laughs> hotel and we're going to sit back and watch these and enjoy it. Yep. And then get back ready to go tomorrow morning. Sit back, be warm. Yeah, not toasty. be in the rain. Yeah, I mean, these guys are going to have to fight this rain. They're going to have to get these games in. All the way up through tonight. Hopefully the weather holds off for them so they can get those games in. But uh, if you're the Lions, you're going to go get some food. You're going to go back to the hotel, and you're going to relax. Somebody's got to do the laundry. One one thing, <laughs> yeah, could be the guy at the front desk. Yeah. He did it the other night. He's going to be super excited. They've been really well at the uh, Quality Inn here in Lexington, treating us really good. And uh, we're looking to get Coach Beth Goddard and pitcher Cam McCool as they're wrapping up their meetings there down the third base side. The one thing, Chris, that the Lions definitely will not have to worry about is playing three games in one day like they had to in the regionals last year. I mean, if they couldn't get these games in, these next two games in after this one today, you know, you were probably looking at a scenario where that could happen tomorrow because you've got to have the champion crowned by 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Yeah, I think tomorrow's weather looks outstanding, so I think there's going to be no issues of getting those in. I think they definitely get these games in today, and uh, credit to the field crew and credit to Transy for making this happen and try to get this entire tournament in with any rain delays any stoppage of plays and any missed games outside of yesterday. We're going to take one final time out and hope to talk with Cam McCool and Beth Goddard after this one when we return after these timeouts. Indeed presents Job Searching with Scherzer. Let's do this. Before you get in the game, make sure your stats are up to date. Then, it's all about focus. Max focus. a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. 
With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Well, back here in Lexington Hall Field where the Lions have won this one here this afternoon 4-2 to move into the championship game. And coming up to join us here at our broadcast table now is Beth Goddard and Cam McCool as they are right here beside Cam, this is getting to be an annual event, right? Oh, yeah, an annual event. <laughs> yeah. So as you look at this now, I mean, you were really, I thought you went into this game with a game plan and you followed it to a T. Yeah, um, we all had a good mindset coming in here, you know, get the job done, and we did it. Yeah, I mean, and now you could say this, but I mean, that doubleheader sweep really had to be stuck in your crawl heading into this one. It definitely was under our skin. We came out here and we were like, we got to put it on them because they did not see the real MSJ softball team, so we, we showed them what it was today. Cam, how important was it, obviously on the coin flip, we were the away team today, and how important was that for that offense for you guys to get that one-run lead for you and kind of let you get comfortable into this game? Oh, yeah, definitely getting that one run um, kept us, you know, under control of the game, and um, it allowed us to better be better than for the next couple of innings to get some more runs and some more hits together. How how hard was it out there to, to throw the ball in this kind of way? <laughs> it's a little tricky. The ball's a little <laughs> slick, you know. I had um exchange the ball a couple of times. The coach was like, Cameron, don't throw in the wet ball. I'm like, okay, coach. I'm going to get a different one then. <laughs> was it doing things that you didn't expect it to do? Yeah, sometimes I didn't grip it hard enough and it wouldn't um, spin the way I wanted it to. But for the most part, it was good. Yeah, but, but hey, the weather, whatever, tomorrow it's going to yeah, be better. There we go. Yeah, All right. job today, Cam. Great That's outing. all we can say now is, hey, congratulations, you're a graduate. Oh, yeah, yes. I know. Woo-hoo. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. Right. congratulations. Thanks, Cam. Thank Thanks for Beth, our, how much was that run in the first inning big for you? It's huge. Um, like I've, I think I've continued to say this is, is when we, when we give Cameron McCool a run, um, she just goes to a whole different, you know, she just becomes a whole different pitcher. She knows now that um, she's got one run and and she's gonna go out and throw what she can do. Now we continue to score a few more, which which were big because we needed a few more. One run wasn't gonna do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you put the pressure on the other team and we score that run, um, that's that's huge. That's huge. That's the one thing that I wanted to bring up to you. You put a lot more pressure on Hanover today. Yeah, we did. Um, by, you know, doing some of the things that we needed to do, um, we got a lot of base runners. We got it. We moved them over. We did a really good job. I think there was only one situation where we didn't get a bunt down. Um, so we, you know, we continued to put that runner in scoring position, which puts pressure on the defense. And then, you know, and then once you give Cam a cool one or two run, or two or three runs, then you pretty much know you got it. The confidence on this team, Coach, is just rising as we go each game. They're getting comfortable playing in this environment, in this tournament. Stevenson the other night. Ivers comes up today. Bramble comes up today. Kennedy. I mean, the, the young kids just continue. Cornelius makes a great play getting to third and then coming home on the pass ball down the left field line. Talk about the confidence of the young kids just getting through this environment. They're all very, very talented young ladies. Um, and I think that the more they play, the more they get the feel for the college game, which is now 39 games into the season. Um, you know, it just is becoming, you know, easier and easier for them. And they're seeing the ball better at the plate. They're, you know, they're fielding ground balls where we kind of had a few snafus early, um, you know, and 
you know, now we're fielding ground balls and we're doing what we needed to do, you know, defensively and offensively today. It's not going to get any easier. It's going to only get rougher. And if they don't grow up and, and, and handle the pressure, then, you know, that's where we don't do well. And they've, they have stepped up in huge situations and they know what, they know what's on the line now. So, you know, it's, it's this and, you know, Hanover took away the regular season from us kind of there. And, you know, now they know that that can't happen for the tournament. Well, you're in the catbird seat now, but cats have fallen. Yeah, um, you know, we are, and, and, but we still got work to do. There, we yeah. can't, we can't, whoever wins this, we've got, we've got one ball game. We want to keep it to one ball game. We do not want to get to a second ball game. So we want to, we want to go out and take care of business tomorrow to whoever we happen to get. We'll see you then. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks, Beth. Beth Goddard was joining us after today's game, Chris, and, and like you said, I'll tell you one thing. I, the only question I did want to ask her and didn't get an opportunity to was, was that a called steal that Cornelius went to third base on? Yeah. Or was it something Cornelius just saw and went? Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. That's something we'll have to get. But it was a great play and a fantastic play by the freshman of the year, Cornelius. She got the third. They threw it down the left field line, and she came and crossed for the fourth run of the game. And uh, just a gutsy performance again. And as we've mentioned, the team continues to grow up. Yep, they just continue to get better and better and better, and now they play tomorrow, and we'll be on the air at 11.45. We know for sure tomorrow at 11.45 we're going to be back on the air bringing you the championship game tomorrow afternoon. Any final thoughts here today, Chris? I think you enjoy this one for a little bit, but then you've got to get back focused, and as Coach says, you want to take game number one tomorrow afternoon. So that's going to do it here this afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, Dave. That's going to do it here this afternoon for this one. But we've got a lot of people to thank. We have been so well received down here in Transylvania. We want to thank everybody down here that has helped us out uh, from Transylvania. Thank everybody with their sports information department. Also to Dr. Williams for allowing us to broadcast Mount St. Joseph University Sports. Athletic Director Melanie Wagner. Sports Information Director Blake Watson. And, of course, the coaching staffs from both teams here, Beth Goddard Dee Dee Morris from the Mount, and Kerry Collinsworth from Hanover this afternoon. Our producer, Greg Mitchell, but also to our sponsors here this afternoon, Barbarian Apparel, Wishbone Tavern, the Mount St. Joseph University, Iron Sharpens Iron, Dr. Libby Smith, LIT Wellness, Indeed and Indeed Flex, The Roar Store, and Official Investigators and Security Services. Also, our thanks to you for listening here this afternoon in this rain here today in Lexington. For Chris Morris, I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again your final score here this afternoon. It was Mount St. Joseph 4 and Hanover 2. The Mount plays tomorrow at noon. We'll be on the air at 1145. Until then, have a good night, everybody.